Cool. Um, okay, so I guess let's get started then. Yeah. Uh, welcome everyone to another episode of Audio Movies. I don't even remember what episode number this is because I haven't recorded in a couple of months. Apologies for that. But I'm here with my first time repeat guest, John. Welcome, John. Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, today's a bit of a freestyle because uh, we're doing a movie that I didn't necessarily expect to do, but I'm happy to be doing it here. Um, the movie is none other than The Dark Knight. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm going to start, as we kind of always do with these episodes, just by talking about my sort of like history with it. And then it sounded like you had some things you wanted to talk about about it as well. Um, so for me, I'll never forget the summer it came out, summer of 2008, I was working actually at a movie theater. I was working at Woburn Cinemas. Oh, interesting. And, um, the night before it came out, so that would have been a Thursday. Well, maybe it came out on a Thursday. Was it one of those that came out on a Thursday? It was one of those ones where you would go to see it on a Thursday night. But yeah. it was technically like... A Friday release. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. They, it was one of the first movies I remember having like a big midnight run. I'm sure they've done it for years, but that was like the first one that I was like committed to going to. So then this would have been, I guess, a Wednesday night because me and my girlfriend at the time were going on vacation the next day. Mm-hmm. And so the night before I hit her up and I was like, hey, so... Do you want to go see The Dark Knight before everyone else sees it and for free? Oh my god. <laughs> so she was like, fuck yeah, let's do that. So yeah, I, I don't remember if I picked her up or she just met me at the theater because I might have been working already. But um, but yeah, we ended up seeing The Dark Knight and then the next day uh, flying down uh, for our vacation. So that was pretty cool. Sounds like a great start to it. And um the only other thing I will say, which I already said to you, but not our dear listeners, right. is that, you know, for me, though I do like and appreciate this movie, it's not as much, like, I don't really quote-unquote fanboy over it as much as I feel the rest of America or the world does. Um, you know, no judgment, but it's just, that's, right. it, it just didn't ever resonate as much with me. And I think that's a good thing, especially for the podcast. You get, you know, it's not just going to be us, you know, um, uh, jerking off, spritzing all over the movie like it's some <laughs> kind of monolith. Um, I'd also like to point out to everybody uh, that can't see visually what's happening, but uh, Kyle's wearing a purple Joker beanie, <laughs> not exclusively Joker, just purple, and I'm wearing a black beanie like Batman. So just a little bit of. Uh, you know, set the mood a little bit. Sure. And the other thing I'll say, something that we're doing this time that I've never done before while recording this uh, podcast, is we've actually got the movie playing. It's muted right now. There's no subtitles or anything, but just got it as nice ambiance to kind of get us in, in the mood. Um, I don't really know this one nearly as well as I'm guessing you do. So yeah. I think John's really going to take the reins, but for anything that I know, I might just kind of stand in and uh, go for it. But we'll kind of play it by ear. Yeah. Um, but what other, I feel like you had maybe other things. Um, I'll just, I, I just, I, I, I love this movie. When, when I came over here with the intention of doing an episode, I was trying to think of what movie, you know, we could do that we would both know and, you know, just to, to keep the banter going. Uh, so I, 
and but I wasn't sure what movies had been done, what were like reserved. Yeah. So I at first decided on uh, the 1989 Batman, which you told me you haven't seen. Correct. Uh, which is a shock. I'm shocked and horrified. It's been on my Netflix queue, but I haven't actually watched it. Uh, you won't regret it, or maybe you will. I don't know, but. The other movie I was then thinking, because this movie had its 10-year anniversary last year. Right, because it came out in July. Right. July 22nd, um, if I'm not mistaken. They had like a big re-release in IMAX that Which I went to. You went to, one of my other friends went to. Right. And it was uh, it was unreal. It was like seeing it for the first time. And I've seen this movie count. I'm a huge Batman fan. Right. Don't even get me started You're on You have Batman Tet, don't you? Uh, no, but I have it in my mind oh, for okay. a future reservation on my skin, on my body. Um, but basically, I mean, this is great that this is the return. Because, you know, like pop culture wise, the things that I'm, I'm like... I know a lot of, you know, there's James Bond, mega right. Bond fan. Hence why we did the other episode together. Right, but Batman is like the other obsession. And Zelda, but there's no Zelda movie, so <laughs> they save that for a different podcast. But Batman, I'm like a huge fan. I, it's like the, the comics. I have like for years been just reading all of the possible, like in an attempt to read all of them, mm. which is, you know... A lot. Yeah, it's a lot because there's, you know, literally almost 80. This is the 80th anniversary of the creation of Batman. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, 39. And it's coming up. Um, Detective Comics issue 1000 uh, and all that good old nerdy stuff. Damn. But The Dark Knight as a movie, I just, I love it. Um, so I guess, yeah, that's, that's a lot of intro. So maybe I, do you want to st- just dive right in? Let's dive it. Cause it's a, it's a, it's a big movie. It's a big movie. And I feel like I'm already worried that I'm going to be distracted by what's happening on screen as opposed to getting into what happens in the movie. But okay. So we start off. Do you want to, do you want to start it? Do you want to come start it back? Again? Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's start the movie back. And in, we'll kind of maybe go through it as it's because i'm like very tempted to quote the scene that it's on right now it's like you know like 10 minutes into the movie okay so starting again um i went to go see this movie at midnight watch batman begins with my friends we went to the theater because at the end of batman begins he get commissioner gordon gives him a card the joker card right and he's like i'll look into it and and then he jumps off the ledge and we were just so excited he to get in and watch this. Oh my god. I, I was like I was shaking yeah. with excitement. Um same thing recently as a, you know, almost thirty year old in the theater, seen it dozens of times, still shaking. Let me do this, because you're gonna know the dialogue. I'm mm-hmm. gonna describe what's happening on screen. Oh, okay, okay, perfect. Yeah, that's awesome. Alright, so we have blue flames coming at us um at the screen. We've just seen like the DC logo and all the other production companies and the flames turned into the batman logo it's now a sweeping panning shot over a generic city gotham city uh and we see a rooftop and we are coming into a building with sort of mirrored windows and one of the windows is going to explode open there it is and we see a guy in a clown mask who loads a grappling gun yeah it looks like it uh, to the roof below, and then we see the Joker, or we don't know it's him yet, but standing on a street corner holding a mask, and he's got a duffel bag over his shoulder. An old Chevy Suburban pulls up, and he hops in. 
And then two of these other guys with masks that <sighs> swing across to the other building. I remember the music. Isn't the... The music is... Is it called Tension? Is that the name of the music? I thought I, it was called that. It Hans Zimmer. Might as well be because it is a... Humming, like, buzzing, sort of sustained note. They do it in... There's a word for it. I forget. Ah, I forget what it is. Um... It, it they use it in Dunkirk. It's like it's like an like a infinite increase mm. of a tone that is meant to like you know stretch up right. attention. Okay, so the guys they're shooting. Everybody, heads up, heads down. Uh, and the guy, you know, all these dudes are wearing masks and they're they're all like they run into a bank at this point. Right? Yeah, they're in a, they're in a bank. Uh, William Fickner from Heat. In uh, GTA Vice City, I guess, uh, is in it. And they're like, oh, you know what? They call him the Joker, right? And then he's like, oh, yeah, he wears war paint. Because uh, this guy's clowning around. <laughs> um, so, and the, yeah, all these dudes are in these different um, clown masks. And as the robbery progresses, they're all killing each other. Um, yeah, there's one line he's right here, right, where he says something. Oh yeah, like he told um, me to do this or something like that, and he just shoots the guy in the back. Right, yeah, security's like, out. Right, once he finishes what he does, he shoots the other guy. Now he's like going down the stairs. There's clearly a bank manager, I right? Guess, yeah, Bill taking Fickner. off his glasses and getting ready to maybe intervene. And now we're at the safe, and. Guy's not getting up, is he? Oh, no, that's later, that's later. Um, uh, at this point, the Joker, though, is saying nothing. You don't even know who the Joker is. Because they all have masks. Right, and you know who the Joker is. And you're just like, oh, what's it going to... Because, like, it, you just... I don't know, it was just such a... Um, this guy's drilling into a safe. Uh, uh, a lot of, um, uh, like, callbacks to classic crime films, mm. which this movie is a lot of. Um, thematically, you got the, like, Heat, Thief, um... Which, Heat, by the way, is a movie that only recently did I see. Really? I saw oh. it, like, this past summer, because it was on Netflix, and I knew about it, and my cousin had shown me the shootout scene when he oh, got, like, a yes. Bose surround sound in his house, and I was like, oh, this is incredible, but at the time, I think I was maybe, like, a little too young to see it. Mm. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to dedicate the three hours that that movie oh. is. It asks and a it lot of you. it was totally worth it, though. Oh, yeah. It delivered. It's, it's one of the great... I mean, I love The Dark Knight. I love it. It's one of my favorite movies. But Heat is also one of my favorite movies. And Heat is, like, e- like even better than The Dark Knight. Wow. Because you got Pacino, statement. De Niro, Kilmer. You got Bill Fickner. You got... Um, uh, just a ton of people. Yeah. Um, but this movie uh, is a great homage to that, and like the French Connection, and the, you know all these all these crime films with Batman, and like treating him as serious as you possibly can, without like making him like the Ben Affleck, the really grim version where he's like literally punching, like shattering skulls with his fist. Um, but um, I'm having more trouble at this part re- re- remembering these guys' lines. Because they're just saying generic, like, 
get out on the ground sort of shit. Get out of the ground! And, oh, boom. One of them gets iced by the by bank man. manager. He takes out a shotgun. Um. He's now running through the the bank. Sorry, I'm eating and talking. That's he's saying like, he's like, hey! He's like, you know who you're stealing from? You and your friends are dead! There it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and, and Joker and one of his goons is like, he's like, he's out, right? And he leaves. Joker gives him a head, like, shakes, nods his head, correct. And then. Where did you learn to count? Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, he says it. <laughs> and Joker's just kind of looking at him like a dog, like, because he just shot him, what, in the armor, the leg, or something like that? Um, yeah, yeah, I think he just got winged him. Yeah. Uh, this guy's saying, like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Or the guys in the safe are saying, uh, like, oh, yeah, the guy, um, oh, yeah, he told me to kill you or something. Basically. Like, yeah. No, no! Because they're, they're on to it at this point. Because I guess the Joker had given them an assignment to kill each other so that the Joker would be the only the one who gets away. Yeah, the last one left. Last man standing. And, uh... So they yeah. go into the safe. And the vault, I will, I guess. And he's just pouring all this money, stacks of $100 bills, into his duffel bag. They're collecting all the duffels in the, the bank lobby. And he goes like, oh, yeah, I'm sure, uh, you know, the Joker told you to kill me once we got the money. And then this dude, the Joker's first line, he goes like, no, 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 I killed the bus driver. Who's the bus driver? And then, boom, the driver, the bus just blows through the bank lobby and kills the guy. Oh, and this other guy gets up. He's like, he's not getting up, is he? And he's tossing all these... Uh, Duffels. Duff- That's a lot of money. And he's like, hey, what happened to the other guy? Boom. Joker ices him. Ice cold. <laughs> and then the manager is still struggling on the ground. Oh, right, yeah. He's like, the guys who did this you know, to you are going to do the same to you's or something. He's threatening him and he's like, criminals in this city used to believe in something. Criminals used to have respect. What do you believe in, huh? What do you believe in? And then he puts like, what is that? Is it a, it's a bomb. You think it's a grenade and he goes, no, no, I believe whatever doesn't kill you simply makes you stranger. And he took the mask off, and you can see that now the Joker is, in fact, the Joker. And he's got a purple string attached to the end of that, whatever, smoke grenade or frag grenade. Or... I think, like, you're led to believe it's, like, an incendiary kind of grenade. And the bank manager's, like, waiting, you know, and then it's just gas. Oh, it's okay. a joke. Er. Er. Gotcha. And they drive the bus right out the bank, in with the rest of the school traffic, and uh, down the streets as the cops come to try and stop the criminals who are getting away. And I mean, a night shot of the uh, city. Do you want me to pause so you can? Uh... Well, I, I was just saying, wouldn't you notice? Like, let's say you're a bus one of driver. them has like yeah. fucking dust and shit. Like, oh, uh, oh, there's all these cops driving towards the bank, um, and there's a. Oh yeah, by the way, dispatch. There's a bus that drove out of the bank. It might have something to do with it. Uh, it's in traffic with the bus. Like, yeah, here's his license plate. Oh, there's a clown guy. There's also the bus number. Like, each right. bus is individually numbered. <laughs> but um, in any case, so cop car, 
Is this like a traffic stop that's happening? What's happening here? On this yeah, trip? this is just, you know, a montage following it. And the... Dun, 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 that dun, signal. Cop, the guy's doing like a drug deal. He's like, no, nope, not tonight. He's like, that signal. What are you, crazy? You got better chance of winning the Powerball than running into him. Uh, you got the mayor on the on thing. TV. We're at the precinct now. And he's like, oh, have you caught him? And this other guy, the Chicago cops, like, the investigation is ongoing. And uh, they, this was cool. They show the suspects, and it's like Elvis Presley, Bigfoot, Abe Lincoln, basically saying, like, we're not going to try and even catch this guy because he's helping us, so what the fuck do we care? Um, and now we've got uh, Commissioner Gordon, uh, Gary Oldman, on the rooftop with the bat signal, just hanging out. Because, uh, you know, some time has passed since the original film, and uh, the, the detective hands him a cup, and he's, she's like, oh, uh, been out here a while, Commissioner, or something? And he's like, I just put it on, because I like to think that he's there. Mm. It, I don't know why it was the Joker said that, but, uh, you know, he's <laughs> like, how's your mother? How's your, how's your mother doing? And she's like, oh, she's in the hospital. Uh, which foreshadow, yeah. but we don't even know it's foreshadow. Um, then we're in this parking garage. We got this uh, gangster guy and his goons getting out of some SUVs, and uh, they show the bat signal again. Uh, he's like, "Oh, the bat signal's there," and he's like, "That is why we bring dogs." Uh, they throw a tweaking dude onto the ground that they brought with them, and they're meeting up with. The scarecrow and his boys because apparently there was like a drug deal gone wrong and the scarecrow is just like i told you my product would take your customers places i never said there were places they wanted to go <laughs> um because the chechen is like look what your drugs did to my customers um and then uh the dogs start barking the russian is like these dogs are hungry Pity there is only one of you. And then his dudes start getting picked off one by one by these uh, bozos in Batman costumes. One of them starts shooting at him. The scarecrow runs away and he's like, you know, he's saying like, oh, that's not the real guy. Um, there's this gun battle between these ersatz Batmen and the scarecrow's goons and these and mob guys. And here comes the fucking tumbler oh. right through the parking structure. And it's like... Does he say something like that's Batman or something like that? That's him. That's the real guy. You're shooting at the tumbler and absolutely nothing's happening. Loiter mode or something like that is popping on the screen. And clearly Batman intimidates. There we go. Shoots a missile. Shoots another one. The SUV from the Chechens just like gets out of there. This guy's got this sick M1 Garand rifle or something and then the real Batman pops bends, out. Bends the end of the fucking rifle uh, nozzle. He starts beating the shit out of all these guys. Scarecrow's trying to drive away. And uh, he just... What did he just shoot? Oh, he's grapple gun. To get rid of the dogs? He, like, shot a dude and... Oh, damn, yeah, he just beat the shit out of that dog. He killed that dog. He damn. throws a dog off a cliff. Then he's like hanging on the side of this uh, of the van that the scarecrow is driving, and he's cutting into it. He's carving a and hole. And then he gets hit. He like jumps off basically and hits this uh, pylon that's holding up the parking structure. And he's like, you know what? Fuck this! 
I'm just gonna wait till they get to the bot. Oh wait, he says something to him, right? Oh uh, no, that's later. Oh okay. Well, in any case, he's standing, waiting for him to get to the end of the parking structure. He jumps down, boom, boom lands right on the roof of the van, and gets the. Uh, 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 he's like, we're just trying to help you. And he's like, I don't need help. Scarecrow's like, not my diagnosis. And then one of the bozos is like, what gives you the right? What's the difference between you and me? And then Batman goes, I'm not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> um, which I think is his like, first line or something. Or he goes like, don't let me get you out of here again. Nice. Um, but so now... Do you want to pause for a second? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I was just going to say when it came out, uh, when we were friends, we were still friends, but our group of friends in college, when we were all in college with our friends, we would, like, because I didn't understand what he said the first time. Like, I thought he said, I'm not wearing hockey mask. And I started laughing because I thought that was really weird that he would say that. Um... But I still loved it. So we was just like, I'm not wearing hockey mask. I'm not swigging whiskey flask. I'm not, like, singing gypsy jazz. I forgot about that. Yeah, because there's just so many different... Variations yeah. of words that kind of sound similar or rhyme. Because this was the movie where... Every meme we ever did in college... Live was... memes. Yeah. Real memes. The real deal. But, like, in, you know, because The Dark Knight Rises came out and everyone was doing, like, Bane impressions and, you know, so there, some people didn't like, I, I, his voice objectively does not sound great in a sound quality sense, but I sure. still love it. Yeah. And I love the way that Dick talks. But, uh, bat, it was like that, but for Batman and, you know, obviously the Joker yeah. when this movie came out. So it was just a big running joke that you couldn't understand what this fucking guy was saying. Right. Because Batman, in in at least my mind, had never sounded like this. Like I I thought of him with like a voice like this, like from the cartoon. Okay, sure. Um, and here's this guy, like. <sighs> well, the other thing which we will in due time get to, but at the very end of the movie is the thing I always think of and coin as like your ism. If it's, I don't know if it's, I thought it was this movie. Maybe it's the first one, Begins, but I thought it was this movie. I want to say it, but I don't want to spoil it on mic. I also don't want to pause. Can you give me a hint? Oh, that's the first movie. Oh, shit. Because okay. uh, at the I, I don't know why I didn't quote that. Um, well, because there, th there was another thing, another college thing, where we would just quote movies to each other because we were all, you know, just into watching movies, having a good time, hanging ten. And, and so John would, like come up to someone or like stand behind them at the lunch table or while we were hanging out in the common room and he would like whisper to them like like say to me like that like i never thanked you just, just oh, say that line to right me. you'd have to and prompt so, it and so we would like look over and we because we didn't know what he was going to do we we're like i never thanked you and you'll never have to <laughs> he would just say that and run away or and pretend to jump off a ledge. I just, I, I just, what can I say, man? I love, I love my man Batman. Uh, I wish I could that's... be Batman without the, you know, like dead parents thing. <laughs> that's, that's been my dream. So I guess I really just have a lot of money, and uh, I guess I'm a psychopath that punches people in the night. 
Um, that are, to be fair, that are doing bad things. Right, right. And by saying this, I'm, like, betraying my intense fandom for Batman, but really, you could, like, start social programs, you could you could eliminate the cause of crime, <laughs> but no, he chooses to <laughs> perpetuate violence. And by, quite literally fight crime. Right, literally punch crime in the face, but you know what? It works for him, and ultimately... He's not real. Also, <laughs> at this pace, this is going to be a four-hour episode. Right, okay, yeah, we should, okay. Um, so, so we've gotten out back to the scene of the crime, to the bank. Well, and right, yeah, they, they go through the bank, um, they get all the stuff. Like evidence or whatever. Is Gordon saying anything important here? Um, oh, yeah. Batman shows, how the fuck does Batman show up through all the press and media that was at the beginning of the... Okay. Snuck in, and he's got uh, noise canceling soles on his <laughs> shoes. <laughs> what is he saying about the money? Um, he's just saying like the Joker. You know, we're like we're going after the mob. You know, in uh, this guy, there's this Joker guy, and Batman dismisses him, and he's like, "One man or the whole mob, he can wait." And he's asking about Harvey Dent because Harvey Dent is running for district attorney. And wants to bring the mob down, and Gordon's like, "Yeah, no, he's a he's mustard, you know, he's hard. He's the hardest man in Gotham. He's like he's almost as stubborn as you." And then Batman disappears. Cut uh, to uh, Alfred. Oh yeah, Alfred's bringing Bruce Wayne a lovely breakfast. I don't know if we get to see exactly what he made him, but he makes him like a berries and like some kind of grain uh, breakfast later on in this movie, and, and it, it looks delicious. Oh. Look at this old Bentley Arnage. I wish I had it. It might be an Azure. I get the two confused. But in any case, he goes into a shipping container. This is uh, Alfred Still. And now we go down. We don't know where we're going. But it's the subterranean layer that's like kind of... Would this be considered the Batcave in this movie? This is, in comic book terms, the Bat Bunker. Okay. Uh, uh, or... So, like, this is a whole throwback... Because at the end of Batman Begins, Bat, you know, the Batcave is exposed because Wayne Manor gets destroyed. Right. So, you know, in The Dark Knight, which is assuming like a, sometime later, like a year later or something, that Bruce Wayne has lived in the penthouse and Alfred's like, you know, oh, no, I'm glad that Wayne Manor's being rebuilt so you could swap not sleeping in a manor for not sleeping in a penthouse. Right. Or, you know, something. Uh, but in the Batman comics, there's a portion of time where in the 70s when they like reinvigorated the comics line to like make it a little bit more appealing uh they sent robin to college and um to get grown up and bruce wayne is like you know what i'm gonna moving to gotham rather than living in wayne manor and mm. live in the wayne tower penthouse okay so he is in that lasts for a while and uh later on they do the same thing so we're in the bat bunker, and um, Bruce is, like, stitching up his arm, and I feel like, doesn't Alfred say, like, you're making a mess of it or some shit like that? Like, basically saying you did, like, a shitty job, or... Oh, yeah. Or, like, and, you and can't keep, whatever, doing this stuff, or... What, uh, Bruce Wayne, you got to know your limits, Master Wayne. And Bruce, and Bruce is like, Batman has no limits. Mm. Um, and he says, like, but you do, sir. Or something. He's like, and okay. on that day, I wouldn't want to tell you. Or, oh no. Uh, and Bat Bruce is like, 
I know how you know you always wanted to say I told you so, and then Michael Caine's like on, on that, that day diet. I won't want to or something like that. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Damn, that's a good line. Um, now it's later that he says the thing about like um, shit. He says the thing about the people like stealing the. Oh, a big dog. He's a big dog. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 gets right. bitten on the arm by a dog. Um, in any case, it's later that he tells the story of, like, the jewel thieves or whatever. Oh, yeah. I have never understood that story. Maybe you can explain oh, it when that comes yeah. up. Well, though that's not here. That's later, though. That right? is, yeah, that's after the Joker is established. Right, because it's like some men just want to watch the world burn or something right, like that. Right, yeah. We'll get there. I'm ruining it for um, everyone. They're, you know, they're talking about... Uh, they're seeing they're, Harvey Dent on TV, and he's uh, he's got Rachel with her, and they're just going into, I don't know, like a press conference or some shit. And Bruce is like... Or Michael Caine's like, What does she look so different? She don't look the same as she did in the last movie. <laughs> and Batman and Brick Christian... They're making the same jokes as they did in the last <laughs> Austin Powers movie. <laughs> Uh, it's great because these are both like British actors, and they both have similar natural accents. Yeah. Because Christian Bale sounds more like this when he talks, um, like a, a little Cockney, a little bit Cockney. Yeah. What are you doing? Um, then we I got. I can't do what I do. <laughs> but, I, okay, so we're in the courtroom, and we've got Rachel and Harvey Dent, and they're prosecuting the mob guy or some shit, and what I don't know. Any cool banter happening? Uh, they're just talking about how, like, um, it, they're talking about putting all the, the mobsters away and Harvey's, like, going to flip his coin. And she's like, I wouldn't leave that to chance. And then he wins the coin toss. And What's the most you've ever lost in a coin toss? What's the most you've ever lost in a coin toss? Uh, that That's, you know, Sal Maroney asks him that. And he's like, I thought the DA just played uh, golf with the mayor, things like that. And Harvey Dent's like, you have more than enough time to put you away for life, Sally. And uh, then the guy on the witness stand is, like, hanging out. And uh, and he takes the fall. And he's like, because Maroney is being tried, you know, in this charge for racketeering. And the guy who's supposed to testify against Maroney is instead saying, like, no, it was me. I was the brains of the organization. And everyone's like, what the fuck? Like, what is this asshole doing, this clown? Uh, he pulls a piece on Harvey Dent, and he's like, because Harvey Dent's like, permission to treat the witness as hostile. He's like, hostile, I'll show you, hostile! Pulls a gun on Harvey. Harvey grabs the gun because it misfires. Punches the guy. Gives the gun, excuse me, back to Maroney, and he's like, you want to, you know, harass a public servant? You'd buy American. Because mm. um, the gun's like carbon fiber or something like that. Oh, she says yeah. it right here. Something like th- that's how it got su- through security. I feel like she says that it's carbon fiber. Oh yeah, because it, yeah, it's not a just a weak gun. Yeah. Weak. Model. There's no metal in it. They should have used a Walther PPK. Uh, so they're walking down the hallway, and she's like, "If they're you know they're pulling a gun, at least they're getting to you. Like if you want, you know, if you're feeling no, too you're rabid, getting to them. You're getting to them, right?" And she's like, you know, if you're feeling too rattled, you know, we can go back to my place, take the rest of the day off. Wink, wink, and I'm Because we're dealing with a much friskier Rachel, much more liberated Rachel than before. She's enjoying life. She's met the and man. And I'm going to catch hell for this in a slightly less attractive Rachel. 
Yeah, I mean, listen, Katie Holmes couldn't do it for whatever reason. She was too busy being um, pent up by Tom Cruise or something. She was getting dianetic But, you know, Maggie doesn't... She does an admirable job. Uh, No, not a bad actress. I just don't think she's going to produce. Right, no, she's not as a... She's not the drop-dead knockout that is uh, Caitlin Holmes. Um... So now we got we're at what the mayor's office. Yeah, or? Jimbo and Harv are are talking, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, I want to know. You know, you got a bunch of dirty cops, Gordon. Like, I want to know. You know, I busted a lot of them at a Turtle Affairs, and Gordon's like, I just do the best with what I have, man. Like, I work in Gotham. Like, what do you want? Um, and uh, does Dent ask him about or um? Yeah, does Dent ask him about um, Batman at this point? He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, set up a meeting with the Bat. I want to meet this guy. Uh, and Gordon's like, it's not that easy, dude. And you know, he they're they're basically establishing their their work together, their partnership. And um, Harvey's like, I heard they have another da- uh, name with me down at Internal Affairs, which we don't find out until later in the film. When mm. he's like, what did they call me? And Gordon's like, uh, Two-Face. Harvey Two-Face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, right, right. Which is a great way of working in the name without... Because in this world, you know, it doesn't make sense that... You know, because there aren't real criminals in the real world who are like, yeah, dude, I'm... I mean, there's, you know, El Chapo and uh, things like that. Or like Jack the Ripper. But, you know, usually someone just dub themselves. A certain name. Right, right like, right. my name's Two-Face now. But you know the press usually will. Right. Uh, then we got... Um, There's a meeting, hap- or like a board meeting happening at uh, Wayne Enterprises. And, like, we got Morgan Freeman hanging out. And uh, Bruce is asleep at the meeting table or whatever. And then this douchebag, kiss-ass guy is like... Oh, like a claims adjuster, like an insurance guy. Asking where some of the money's going or Right, because like he's like, he's like he's frankly, coming... this is embarrassing. And Morgan Freeman's like, let me worry about Mr. Wayne. And he's like, he's like, I checked the numbers, they're good. And Morgan Freeman's like, check them again. And this guy's like, what a world, huh? <laughs> Damn. And uh, Morgan Freeman's like, yeah, we just checked. Because uh, they're meeting with a Chinese businessman named, um, shit, I forget his name. Uh, I will absolutely not do an impression of him while he's talking. Good. Uh, Appreciated by literally everyone. Yeah, right? Um, So then Morgan Freeman's like, his business practices are, um, you know, off the books, possibly illegal. And Bale's like, cancel the deal. And he's like, by the way, I had some uh, stuff to show you. Bale? Bale. Uh, Bruce Wayne is like... (laughs) Bruce Wayne's like, I got these uh, schematics to show you. And Morgan Freeman, you know, they're doing their little, uh, their, Banter. their bantering is like, three buttons is a little 90s, Mr. Wayne. And he's like, I just want to be able to, you know, see out behind me when I'm backing out of the garage. Mm. And he's like, you want to be able to turn your head. Mm. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Right. Um, so now we're at a dinner with Harvey, Rachel, Bruce, and his... Uh, Date, uh, which is like the Russian... Ballerina or something, right? Yeah, he's like yeah, like the prima ballin, prima ballerina for the Russian ballet, and Bruce and Harvey are meeting. There's some tension here, 
And he pulls up a chair, right? Yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, let me just put up a table here. And Harvey's like, I don't think we can do that. And Bruce is like, oh, I think we can. I own the place. Right, because, you know, of course he does. Now they're debating Batman, the ethics of Batman. And Harvey's like... Does Bruce like, defend him, or is he against him? I forget. He, against, he just dismisses him. Like, he does no time for this stupid idiocy. And he's, like, making fun of Harvey, because Harvey's like, where do you live? And Bruce's like, well, you know, in the Palisades, like, you know, it's attorney you might want to know where your jurisdiction is because the palisades is like you know not uh, at the outskirts of town right and harvey is like they don't want batman like they want somebody who's going to make real change uh he's like you know you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain because mm. unchecked power without limits is ha- is you know corruptive to the soul and humanity at large uh, and uh, Bruce Wayne then you know thinks about it for a bit looks at Rachel he's like I love this woman but I'm gonna help this guy out because he could be good for me mm. and oh and, the, and good for the city and the, the Russian woman is like what if Harvey Dent was Cape Crusader? <laughs> um, I will do an impression of a Russian <laughs> literally anyone who's white right <laughs> Um, uh, and Harvey's like, nah, man, if I was Batman, there's somebody who would miss me. And Bruce is like, all right, stop talking about this. I'm going to throw you a fundraiser. Um, cause he's like one fundraiser from my pals. You'll never need another one. Mm. Okay. So now we're at like, I don't even know. It looks like the back room of like a kitchen or some shit. And they have a metal detector and all these like bad criminal guys are hanging out. They brought over a TV with the Asian guy that we were talking about before. Right. He's like, sorry, uh, I couldn't be there in person, but... He's on, like, an airplane. Ah, shit, I forget this guy's name. Lau. Um, he he is also in the Winter Soldier. But these are, like... This is, like, the meeting of the five families here. They're all just basically talking about, like... What are we going to do? Like, oh, the Batman, he sucks. Um... And they're, they're at, like, Mama Falcone's Italian doesn't, restaurant. Doesn't Lau... Does he, like, take a bunch of money from them? Or yeah. Like, I couldn't, for obvious reasons, like, get your permission, but... Right. Oh, that's right. He takes their... Because all of their money is holed up in banks that they own. And these banks are getting knocked over by the Joker. And they are also getting heat from, like, Dent and the cops. But also Batman. So they're trying to move their money offshore to keep their investments protected. Mm. before the Joker plunders it, the cops get it, or Batman, you know. Um, and they basically set up a ruse for the cops. And they the, the cops show up at this bank thinking they're going to make a bust, and the, the money's already been taken out. Right. And, and all of a sudden... Walks. Ha, ha, ha. And I thought, my jokes were bad. Uh, the Joker looking fresh. Clearly, he spent money well from the opening scenes heist. <laughs> Got a better suit. And he's like, he's like, who the hell let this guy in? And Joker's like, let me show you a magic trick. I'm going to make this pencil disappear. Boom. Slams a dude's head down on a pencil. It is was shocking. The Chechen is impressed. And he, the, the Joker's like, so, you know, here, you know, like, what do you want to do? And the Joker's like, it's simple. We kill the batman no but there's also the great line this it comes later is like 
what happened. Oh, he's like a year ago. Balls drop on. Yeah, he's like all these cops and lawyers, you know, couldn't get their hands on you. Now, uh, God, why can't I remember it? Um, like, yeah, whatever, your balls drop off. We need a, like, Gotham needs a better class of criminal. Right, yeah, because he's I'm like, give it to them. he's like, I know the squealers when I see him. And this guy, and he points to Lau on the T, and he's like, the television set, he's a squealer. And uh, Gamble, played by Michael Jai White, who is Spawn in the Spawn movie. Okay. Uh, he goes like, you're crazy. And the Joker's like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, even little Gamble here wouldn't be able to get a nickel for his grandma. Damn. Uh, bit, you know, antagonizing this guy, Lau is like i'm getting the hell out of here and he closes his laptop which you know mutes skype i assume (laughs) yeah he just does that yeah and the joker's like you know like i got a plan to get you guys through this and they're like what's the plan he's like we're gonna kill batman and the joker's like you know if they're like if you're so good at doing this like why come to us and the joker's like they're good at something never do it for free mm. and you know the joker basically uh, hot, uh sells his services to the mob to kill to get rid of batman because he's like you know you can only fight it's like bo- a mercenary right yeah he's a merc um but not a merc with the mouth because that's a different movie deadpool um, oh damn oh that's right they're gonna kill him he's got a he He's got a string, like, with a bunch of grenades sewn into his jacket, his suit, uh, and Gamble's like, offer, uh, you know, uh, $500,000 alive, or a million dollars alive, 5000 dead, I want to teach him some manners first. Mm. He's basically really pissed off. Here's my card. Yeah, the Joker leaves his business card, which is literally just a Joker playing card. And he, and he leaves. The Joker is like the shark in Jaws in this movie. He just appears mm. and, and takes over the movie completely. The way he walks backwards out that door and kicks it open is so good. But okay, we're on a rooftop. That signal's showing. We got Harvey Dent. We've got um, Commissioner Gordon. And we've got the Batman. And the three of them are just hanging out. And uh, Gordon seems pissed that... Uh, Dent threw up the bat signal, yeah? He's pissed he threw up the bat signal. He's pissed that, like, he's like, somehow somebody leaked this bust in the cop. They were able to know about it. And they're having this argument because Harvey Dent is like, why don't you ask your your crooked cops in your unit, in the major crimes unit, about it? And Gordon's like, the office came from your office, Dent! Or the leak came from your office, Dent. Um... And they're basically asking Batman, like, get us Maroney. Get us, or no, get us Lau. Because Lau has, they've already taken their money out of the country. And Batman's like, if I get him to you, will you get him to talk? And Harvey's like, I'll get him to sing. Wait, I'll get him to sing. <laughs> um, and then they turn to say something and he's already gone. Which, you know, I, I don't know. Oh, he does it. He's got those soles, but does he, like, get really low to the ground? And, like, because, you know, if you turn like this, you have there's extra energy to, you know, laterally turn your head, but then look down. So maybe he, like, crouches and, like, scuttles away like a crab or something. Um, 
I wish you could see how John is acting this out. Hit me up. I live in Ridgewood, New York. Ask Don't me. give them too much. They'll find you. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're in like a warehouse or whatever, and we're seeing all the new crap that Batman's going to be able to use, and it's like yeah, he accidentally shoots these, what, arm Things. Yeah, he gets these gauntlets that launch these uh, flechettes, mm. um, like the the scalloped blades. They're like throwing stars, essentially. Yeah, without all the edges being uh, sharp and scary. Because this is his new costume. That two point oh, three point oh, two point oh. Yeah, and and Morgan Freeman's like, you know, this is great. You know, three buttons is a little nineties. Blah blah blah. Uh, Bruce is like will it protect you against dogs and uh morgan freeman's like should do all right against cats mm, that's a good line little reference there for you and um, uh they go to go to the ballet uh that's dent and um rachel and it's canceled because supposedly bruce has taken all of the ladies on oh, i guess he has i thought he wasn't there but oh he's going back i see what's happening he does it as cover he's drinking a looks like a uh, vodka collins gin collins uh poor alfred has to entertain apply. these ballet women oh poor him and he's like he's on like if you could tell the russian to apply her own bloody suntan lotion um but, you know, Alfred's got more on his mind. He's... But meanwhile, there was a seaplane that came in and uh, Bruce swam out to it because we know or we're going to soon see that he's going to Hong Kong. Right, to get to get his man Lau. Uh, but now we're at Gamble's HQ. Uh, they bring in the seemingly Dead. fresh corpse of the Joker. These, these dudes come in there and Gamble's like, all right, dead, that's like 10,000 or whatever. And the Joker springs to life, puts a knife to his uh, mouth, and is like, how about alive? Uh, and, and he's st- like, you want to know how I got these scars, right? Right. And he starts telling about his father. My was father a, was a drinker. And a fiend. And a fiend. And uh, he puts a knife in my mouth. And he says, why so serious? Oh, wait, no. Is that the talking to his, Talking to the mom. Right? I thought it was like talking to his like that's the why don't second you smile story. more? Yeah, that's oh, okay. the yeah. Um so basically he just tells him this whole story about how his dad cuts him because his dad was an abusive father and Joker looks like shit. He he's wearing a garbage bag, but he looks like he just took a dip in garbage uh juice. <laughs> um now this scene is very confusing because he it looks like he kills Gamble because he turns to one of Gamble's guys who's terrified and he goes, what's the matter? Why so serious? And then off screen he cuts Gamble and kills him. But I think that originally Gamble survived. I read something recently where it said that he survives. Either way, Gamble's out of the picture. The thing that's weird about it is the fact that he had the knife to his cheek. So it would certainly not feel good but he would be alive right unless he like passed had another out. or maybe had like another knife where he fucking like right. if he's supposed to be dead you know right what I mean? 
But um, before we get into this next scene, and by the way, I want to apologize a little bit to the audience because we're kind of cheating on this episode. We are yeah. watching the episode. Do you think if we hadn't done this, you could do it without it? I think you could, probably. I think it would be... Well, and, and that's the thing, because in the event of compressing time, uh, I, I feel like if we didn't watch it, it would be more... There would be holes. Sure. But it would be, it would be more, more of holy. Like a, It'd be more holy, uh, the blessed dark night. Um, I feel like we would be able to like, because we're watching a scene to scene, so we do have handicaps on, right? Which is sort of. Um, but guess what, guys? This is my motherfucking podcast. Right. I can do whatever the fuck I want. It's Kyle's house, and you're the guest. <laughs> uh, so. And guess it. what? If you don't like it, it's free. It's free. Um, so. But I think it, it, it's also helpful because we're sort of watching it, too. I'm getting to appreciate the movie. It's like a commentary for yeah, the movie. Yeah, kind of. But, um, okay, so in any case, in that last scene, the other thing that I love that the Joker says is he takes the uh, cue stick, the pool stick. Right. And he breaks it in half over his leg, and he's like, we're having tryouts? Oh. Like, oh. Oh, and there's how? only two or whatever positions, but there was how many guys? Like four guys. Three like, guys, two pool cues. And they can only accept one. Mm, so, so it's basically like fight to the death. So I take whoever the best one is. And these guys are bros. These guys are are like brothers in arms. Yeah. So they like you're basically fighting your debt, your best friend to the death with a broken pool cue. Yeah. That's rough. It's twisted. It's like if a dog were to bark. It's pretty rough. Woo. <laughs> um. In any case, exterior Hong Kong day beautiful imax shot pushing in um because the the batman's gonna get his man um we see a chopper uh come into frame and it lands on a rooftop and it's lao or is it uh morgan freeman uh both they're meeting up because it, it's under a front uh morgan freeman is like hey man let's meet up and do this deal uh, but he's what he's actually doing is getting intel and placing this device in the security area that is going to uh, block any electric signal. Mm. And then Morgan Freeman meets with Lau, and Lau's like, you know, here's what I want to do. My business holdings are great. We got a great rate of return. And Morgan Freeman's like, yeah, but we found some, uh, dug up some dirt on you, and it sounds like your shit's illegal. So we're actually not going to do this business deal after all and he's like why waste my time like you could have done this over the phone or something like that and he's like mr oh yeah mr wayne didn't want to make it seem like you, we were deliberately wasting your time and Lau's like just accidentally wasting it and uh, then he takes out the phone he's like there's no phones allowed on this level and he's like sorry you must have forgot i had it on me or something like that right yeah because uh you know lucius is playing this cool as a cucumber uh, and it's great that you get to have like he has his own little mission in this movie. Mm. Like for these couple scenes, like he's the he's the so main your cell phone, and he's like, "Yo, I already got it, motherfucker." And that guy's like, "Oh, uh, what? I'll just put it in our little box thing and leave it here forever, so that it can be a jammer thing." Um, Gordon, Gordon, Lucius meets up with Bruce. Uh, with Brucius. Brucius. The great bromance of 2008. 
Um, and he, he's basically like, oh yeah, we got this new thing that uh, uses cell phone signals to create a 3D map. Um, and he's like, oh, like sonar. And Bruce Wayne's like, how clever. Just like a... And Lucius goes, submarine, Mr. Wayne. Uh, so here's the thing. It ultimately doesn't matter because it's just a MacGuffin to get us to like understand what's happening. But I'm trying to like actually figure out why and how this thing works and it just does not make any sense to me but ultimately it doesn't matter i get the point of why it exists and what it's supposed to do for the movie and that's really what matters right so it's a bit of science fiction exterior hong kong night bruce wayne sitting on top of what i think is the tallest building in hong kong i don't know the name of the tower surprisingly because i usually know that sort of stuff it's not a green screen. He's actually standing on the edge of that building. Which, That's so fucking rad. Which is, like, windy as hell, probably. Great view. And he shoots these, like, sticky things onto an adjacent building. Um, and it's a timer because it, what, blows up the glass so he can... Yeah, he's got, like, an explosive charge remote timed, you know, mine launcher. Which is technically a gun and Batman doesn't use guns. So, you know, this movie's a failure. <laughs> um, clearly uh, but Lau is you know all the lights go out he's like the fuck is happening check that shit out something in Chinese or whatever uh, this looks like it looks like the set of Die Hard uh, a little bit yeah. A little yeah bit. I get that vibe um, not quite uh, Bruce Wayne takes a fucking dive brutal dive off this building and, and he bat wings out and flies across or glides beautiful. rather i guess it's not flying it's falling with style i was literally about to say that. <laughs> but it's true because that's what he's doing is falling with style where the hell are the cops coming what the hell am i paying them for these are subtitles thank you uh, translated uh batman is falling with style he's through falling the city with style. yeah and it, you know it looks like he flew back to the same building did he not it, oh, um, and he breaks right through the window, beats the shit out of this guard guy. It does look like he, flew, he jumped off a building. And flew into the same building. That building, though, uh, see that one with all the weird lines? Oh, yeah, yeah, the That's in line. Mission Impossible 3. You oh. see that a bunch in. Because I think this building is also featured in MI3. Mm. You know uh, what movie I've never seen? What? MI3. It's fine. It's all right. Uh, there's literally six of those movies. That's, that's insane to me. Not the not the best one to watch. Just yeah. watch the fourth and the fifth and the sixth one. Good. Uh, Batman. So there's just a bunch of fighting happening in Lau's like office building, and he's dragging Lau by the foot to the edge of the building, and all this like SWAT team is coming. Meanwhile, and uh, he's got he's holding on to Lau, and it looks like he's maybe strapping something to him. And the okay, magically the SWAT team got up to the roof or the building that they're on in like two seconds. They blow out the windows. He shoots this flare thing out that's got like a flashy light on it. It looks kind of like Weibo from uh, Flubber. And then um, <laughs> this I don't know CIA plane with the little sky hook, whatever it's called, like oh yeah, comes the, and yeah, grabs the... it, and they just sky hook away into the knocked. The Fulton. Uh, system, I think also called Skyhook. James Bond does it at the end of Thunderball. And he strikes, da-da-da-da-da, like Thunderball. Oh, that seems man. like such... Your acceleration on that, wouldn't it just snap your neck? 
I don't know. Maybe I mean, maybe like those things aren't flying harness. that fast. Can you imagine that, though? You're standing in a uh, skyscraper thousands of feet above the ground, and a plane grabs a balloon that's attached to you, and you just go, whee! You're just like, <laughs> like, hopefully Batman doesn't hit a building. Uh, <laughs> it's a little dangerous, but that's why he's Batman, and right. I'm me. But so in any case, back in Gotham, they drop Lau off. He's like like garbage on the front stoop of the uh, police station. And he's being, what's it called? Uh, oh, he's being interrogated. Thank he's got you. his mob lawyer there. He's got Rachel. She's saying all this stuff. Lau's saying, I'm good with calculations. Um, I want X amount of money or something like that. Right, and yeah. And I'll like, tell you these things or something. Well, because he's like, you guys can't, you know, Batman came and got me. I don't understand how you can hold any charges against me. And she's like, we want you to testify against the Falcone mob. And he's like, you got nothing. And she's like, no, we got everything, bro. Because we're going to administer a RICO charge, which is a catch-all charge that has real historical basis uh, that took down the mob in New York City as held by federal prosecutor Rudy Giuliani. Oh, shit. We're getting political on this podcast. Yep. yep. America's mayor, uh, I guess. Uh, but that's what the Gotham cops are attempting to do, which is the RICO charge is basically anybody suspected of mob ties is going to get brought in. Mm. So you're literally arresting hundreds of people on these, like, we have intel that connects you with these crimes and this mob. Charges on suspicion, essentially. Yeah. yeah, and brings them all in and basically says, like, you know, we'll cut deals with the small fries to bring down the big dogs. Mm. And when they did this and took down the five families of New York, the heads of the families attempted to do plea deals, and Giuliani and his people were saying, yeah, we'll let you do the plea deal, but only if you plead guilty to the maximum sentence, which was like life in prison without parole. So basically he was like, you guys are fucking... You're boned. Glued, screwed, and totally tattooed. Mm. Um, and that is what is happening right now in the film. Right, so all these cops are getting all these moss... Moss, moss bobs? Moss, they're getting all moss bogged. That one cop is like, have a nice trip, see you next fall. Um, and meanwhile, this Judge Judy lady opens a file and there's a joker card uh in the file and meanwhile also at this uh trial the stenographer doesn't know what <laughs> to do like the fuck is happening because it's like this is a freak show like you're coming in with however many counts of blah 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 and he's like it's making a point right like he's saying something about right that. It, well it's it's bizarre because you know they got like or they're at this court arraignment they got like 50 people there um that and this guy's the mayor, right? right yeah, mayor time. Garcia, who looks like he's wearing eyeliner. Oh, hundred percent. I was just gonna say that he's not, though. That's just his natural complexion. We are racist, um, nah. apparently. No, but it does look like he's wearing eyeliner. It's like though, in you know our when defense. the ladies do little wings on the yeah. side. Like he's fully has that. I mean, happening. he looks dazzling. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, he is pissed off about the Rico charge because he's like. Half of these guys, you got them on suspicion. You got no charges. They're all going to be back on the streets, just pissed. And he's like, "You better watch it, Dent. Like Gotham City is not to be messed with. These guys 
our junkyard dogs. But, like, doesn't he say something? Is it here where he says, like, what could you do with, like, however many days or months oh, of, like, right. clean streets? Yeah, because Dent is saying, like, look how much, like, I literally cleared up, oh, God, cleared up the crime on the street, and Mayor Garcia's in the middle of saying something, and he's like, listen, man, I, this thing I gotta tell you, and he's interrupted by the corpse of... Batman! We, as, or so they think, with Joker makeup on his face, he's got the Joker smile. And there's that a Joker noose. He just like swings down and hits the glass. So someone threw him off like the 30th floor and his body's slamming against, you know, the, I don't know, the, the 19th floor or something of this You'd building. You'd have to do some pretty good calculation of how long that rope would oh, have to yeah. be in order to figure right. out, like... And that's the, that's the opposite token of the Joker. You know, like Batman has all these... He's able to do all these amazing feats, and that's like the fantasy. And then the Joker, though, because people, you know, there are plot holes in this movie. Yeah. Like, how did they shoot the grappling hooks to take down the helicopter? The Joker, my theory is the Joker just has like a hundred plans, and he does them all at once, and if they work out, they work out, and if they don't, they don't. And The me, grappling hook to take down the helicopter? It, during the big, like... The scene uh, with like the trucks, the chase scene, and the Already Joker's like, is going to happen. Going to happen. Okay, then yeah, let's I'll hold get off on it. it. Um, I'm like, did I miss something? Because I haven't seen this movie in years, I forget some of it. But in any case, so yeah, but I was right about the line. He said something like that, like you could do well with like however many. Yeah, yeah. He's like, imagine like two weeks uh, with freaks off the street or something. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just do more of those tongue twisters and just keep <laughs> Um, So in any case, they're like, oh no, the Batman's dead. But it's like, nah, it ain't him, bro. It's fine. And they're lowering down the body. It's one of the other goons. And he's got a Joker calling card on him. He's wearing he, hockey pads. He does have hockey pads. Will the real Batman please stand up? And Eminem, Slim Shady reference i hope you got some uh, uh royalties for that yeah. shit. um i don't know what he's saying alfred here. is talking to bruce as he's checking his cufflinks and he's like nice cufflinks <laughs> uh, <laughs> i wish i could have done that with nice cufflinks mr white <laughs> bruce looking fresh turns on the news anthony michael hall is talking this guy is like uh the joker has this hockey pad wearing uh false charlatan <laughs> in, in a meat locker and he's interviewing him with a handheld camera saying like do you think you might got them a better place and the guy's like let me go i got kids and the joker's like ah, batman shaking like the mask or whatever and he's like, ha, 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 ha. Let's, does he say the let's put a smile or something no he goes oh, this is where he's like he's like all right now look at me and then the guy doesn't look at him and he goes, look at me. Oh, that's so good. It's like otherworldly. It's demonic. Oh, it's horrifying. And he's like, look how, he's like, look how crazy Batman has made Gotham. And he challenges Batman, take off your mask or I'll start killing people one at a time. Or, you know, people will die. Mm. I'm a man of my word. Uh, this is actually a reference to the first introduction of Joker in the comic books where he also addresses, uh, from 1940, he, had, he does these, this threat on live television. Mm. Um, and then it's really scary. It cuts to an aerial shot of Gotham. And we're at Bruce Wayne's like fundraising thing for uh Right, I believe Harvey. in Harvey Dent. Um, another comic book line. Mm. Uh, 
Kind of like uh, I believe in Santa Claus, like I believe in love. Do you know what I'm talking about? I believe I can fly. <laughs> don't bring that up anymore. Um, uh, it's fine. It's uh, don't worry about it. So in any case, there's like banter happening with uh, Alfred. And oh, he's like, "Does Bruce have any ex crazy ex girlfriends I should know?" Or no, does Rachel have any crazy ex boyfriends I should know about? And Alfred's like, huh, "You have no idea, because <laughs> Bruce Wayne is Batman." And he used to give her the, the old in and out, you know what I mean? He likes her, but she likes you. So I think he's a fucking ponce. Um, and then he rolls in. He lands his helicopter, rolls in with the uh, three ladies. And he's like, where's... Oh, Harvey. Beautiful. Harvey Dent. <laughs> Where Harvey Dent? Another weird thing that I thought, like... Is he just like maybe got punched Doesn't in the head how, many like, times? Sentences are supposed to work. Like his syntax level is just—he got scarecrow gassed, and he's just—he's cooked. Good slogan, Harvey. Did you come up with that? And she's like giving him looks, like, "Come on, don't be an asshole." In 2018 parlance, she's giving him some serious side eye. Side eye. <laughs> it's 2019, bro. She's about That's to say so last year. Bye, Felicia, to Bruce, or I don't know. I don't even know what you're See you later. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's a little... Uh... Um, but I love the bit later where she's like, Harvey might not know when you're making fun of... Might not know you well enough uh, to know when you're making fun of him, but I do. And he's like, no, I meant it. Like, I meant every word. Like, I believe in Harvey Dent. Yeah, he's like, I'm sincere. And, you know, it's like, you know, Rachel... Well, because he's also saying, like, hey, There's going to be a world when... Soon there's going to be a world when, like, Batman won't need to exist anymore. I think that time is coming, right? Yeah, because at the end of Batman Begins, he's like, I love you. I told you that one day, right? Yeah, well, she's like, she's like, I love you too, Bruce, but, like, you know, maybe when there's a day... Like, you need Batman, and, like... Oh, wait, no. She tells him that in this movie, but in Batman Begins, she's like, this is your life, like... You know, I'll I'll be with you when you leave Batman, when you're done with being Batman. Mm. So Bruce is like, that day's coming. I once told Katie Holmes that I... <laughs> and she's like, I kind of remember you told me that. But she's, she's being real with him. She's like, Bruce, like, don't make me your only hope for a normal life. Mm, right, like, right, do right. it for you, bro. Don't just do it for me. Right. Um, and, and meanwhile... Uh... Harvey came out and he's like, can I borrow her to like Rachel or something like that? Then these guys go up the stairs to that judge's oh. place. This is crazy montage. Oh my God, let's pause. Gordon walks into the mayor's office and the mayor says my favorite line in the movie, which is, Gordon, what are you up to? Because um, he's just suspicious, you know? It's the great cop dialogue in these movies, like in the third movie where you got... Uh, like Joseph Gordon-Levitt and one of the other cops is like, get this hothead out of here. <laughs> like just very like old world. Pulpy. Yeah, yeah. Like, die. I love it. Can I just say for the record, I might like TDKR more than TDK. I'm glad you said that because I disagree, but I also love The Dark Knight Rises like so, so much. And I would almost ra at this point... I actually, so I, I kind of do agree with you. I would almost rather watch it because I've seen The Dark Knight yeah. a million times. Yeah. But The Dark Knight Rises, I I think it's got it's like 
undeniable flaws, um, especially at the end. There's a lot. Things start to come unraveled. There's so many like, okay, this right. thing, the trigger man, all this shit. Right. Um, but it's still extremely entertaining, and it's great, and I love Bane. I will say, okay, so a couple things, and then we'll get back on track. Um, the bit where they're in the like whole thing, and they're all sit like. He's climbing, and he's like, what are they saying? Or what does that mean? Like, the... Oh, yeah. And he goes, rise? Rise. I literally started crying in theaters. It's a very powerful scene. Oh, my God. I was... A quick tangent, uh, and then we'll get back. There's only there's only an hour and 45 minutes left in the movie, so... <laughs> and if we do it one-to-one, this is going to be a fucking three-hour, five-hour podcast. You'll have to split it in two. Um, that actually is not a bad idea, but continue. It's a long enough movie where it could. Uh, but it, when the, when uh, what was the movie? Mission Impossible Four. Going back to MI. Mm-hmm. Uh, when that movie came out in IMAX, there was a secret special preview for The Dark Knight Rises uh, in the IMAX release, which I think they did with with The Dark Knight. Mm. But for I Am Legend, you got which to see the, who the fuck wants to go see I right. Am Legend. But that's maybe why they did right. But it's with like, let's get people to buy tickets for this movie. Right. But for Mission Impossible 4, great one. Probably the best Mission Impossible movie, I would say. It's okay. fantastic. Um, but at the beginning, they had the opening scene with the, like... The airplane um, thing? Yeah. Crashing displayed! And I... You know, it's it's technically legal now, so I'm not breaking any... any <laughs> Uh, I ate a weed brownie before I went to go see Fair. Mission Impossible 4 Fair. with my boy, uh, D-Dog. And okay. we, we go to see it, and I was so affected by the pop brownie. Um, I was, like, having... I, like, I don't know what a positive panic attack is. Like, I like was, you were excited. I was so excited, like, I couldn't breathe. My heart was racing. Yeah. Like, I thought I was going to have a fucking heart attack. Yeah. Seeing this Dark Knight Rises preview in IMAX with my favorite Batman villain, Bane. Right. Uh, same thing with The Dark Knight when I first saw it, but there was no weed involved. Same thing with when I saw The Dark Knight this past year, also no weed involved. Uh, but my my excitement was... Tension. Palpable. Yeah. Like, it was like I was sweating bats. <laughs> like, they were just... Oh, my God. It was fantastic. Um... Uh, shall we continue? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, so basically it's like a montage because they're trying to save all these people that they think are being threatened. They try to save this judge. She's like, this is crazy. You guys are being crazy. They give her a thing like, we're putting you in witness protection. Blah, blah, blah. She takes the folder. She's getting in her car. Meanwhile, we're cutting back to the, uh, the fundraiser. And Harvey is proposing to... Rachel, or, or like saying like, wait, who's this guy? He's not the that mayor. is Commissioner Loeb. Okay. Because uh, Gordon, I think, is a lieutenant at this point. Uh, I see. And he's like, and Commissioner's like, Gordon, you gotta take the edge off. I learned how to do this a long time ago. And he takes out a bottle of uh, bourbon. bourbon. Yeah. Or it looks like a, like a porter beer, warm. Guinness stout or something. So, okay, the judge is getting into her old Mercedes. She is about to open the manila envelope, manila folder thing. Loeb has poured a finger of bourbon into the glass. Uh, clearly not the lush we expected him to be. He's being a little bit too modest. Um, 
uh, Harvey Dent is like, would you marry me? And she's like, I don't know, dude. This is awkward. You're asking me in the middle of a party. And he's like, why not? Why wouldn't you marry me? And Rachel's like, dude, I, this is awkward. And Harvey goes like, who is it? Is it Wayne? Um, oh, shit. And Gordon like realizes what's happening. And he tries to stop the other guy from drinking the thing. But it's too late. He's already taking a drink. And, and then, the drink is poison. Well, we're not quite there yet, but... Oh. Oh, yeah. Harvey's like... She, Harvey's like, why won't you marry me? And then me? cut back to the middle envelope and she pulls up the thing. She goes up and she looks up and then boom, her Mercedes explodes. And what was up? Oh, do we find a, a Joker card in her wreckage? Yeah. Yeah, her Judge Judy's car explodes and a bunch of Joker cards are there. Commissioner Loeb drinks like what looks like hydrochloric acid yeah. or something. And then all the Joker's goons break into... Harvey's, or, yeah, yeah, Harvey's uh, fundraising thing. And they're like, where's Harvey? Where is he, right? Yeah, yeah, and he's like, he's like, I, 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 uh, we're tonight's entertainment! And he starts munching on this cherry, and it sounds like, I mean, I'm not into ASMR, but I might be just for this one thing. Because <laughs> he starts chewing on this cherry pit, and the sound of it is just, I don't know what, it's not, like, pleasing, but it's just a... It's just interesting. Uh, he's like, you don't know where he is. You don't know who he is. He's slapping around the guests. Right. He takes, like, champagne. He pours most of it out and right. then drinks, like, the what <laughs> He takes, like, left. a sip. Um, he's, like, you know, kind of kind of assaulting these people. That get, the Joker he's is assaulting He's certainly harassing them. Meanwhile, like, Bruce is, like, walking into his penthouse, and they're like, oh, great, you have a panic room. These two people are fucking in his bedroom. And he just goes in by himself. It's like, yeah, maybe don't fuck in my house, you dickheads. And uh, this old man, played by Vermont Senator Patrick Leahy, uh, says, We're not intimidated by thugs! And uh, the Joker's like, You remind me of my father. I hated my father. (laughs) That's a real U.S. senator. That's pretty cool. Um, And uh, Maggie, uh, Rachel, is like... (laughs) Pops out. She's got her arms crossed like, I ain't fucking with you. And Joker's walking up to her. You must be Harvey's squeeze. What else? He's like holding the knife to her. And he's like, let me tell you how I got these scars. And he's like, my wife got in deep. The loners and the sharks. So uh, then they didn't get their money in time. So they and look at that knife, by the way. He has his knife that is like it looks like a something you would peel things. Yeah, with. like a like potato a, peeler. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or a vegetable peeler. Ugh, I can only imagine how getting cut by that would feel. Let's try it. Uh, yeah. Uh, um. So it, it, you get this interesting little story, uh, from the Joker, and um, at the end of the story. Um, saying about like let's put a smile on that face right, right yeah yeah it, do, you, uh, do you do you want to play I, I uh, yeah I don't did, did you have anything to add to no, this no 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 I just I didn't want you to have to rush through the oh story. okay just like earlier you were trying to keep in sync with like the pencil oh, right. thing and like, just, I was like <laughs> they don't need to go in time like they right. don't know what part of the yeah. movie is happening um all right, so I'll yeah. It, I don't know the I, you know the summarize of this because uh, you know he tells her this story, and then uh, she like punches him because she he's like got her hostage and she punches him in the gut, 
and the Joker is uh, strangely turned on by this, and he goes like, uh, "A little fight in ya. I like that." And then, uh, oh, see now the opposite problem has happened. We're trying to bide our time because he, he he's just telling the story. His wife uh, was in debt, so the mobsters uh, they gave her a Glasgow smile, and the Joker as uh, as an effort of solidarity and love for his wife did the same thing to himself and then his wife can't stand the sight of me but now i see the funny side of life now i'm always smiling then she punches him a little fight in you i like that and then batman's suddenly there and he goes did you love me <laughs> and he's basically beating the shit out of all the goons he's fighting all of them the guests are kind of freaking out. Not running, I guess maybe because they think there's a chance that they could still get shot by some of the goons. Um, and they're enjoying tonight's he's entertainment. Got, oh, he's got the thing from yeah. James Bond. He's yeah, got the, the Rosa little, Klebb foot knife. Yeah. The RCFN. RCFK. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that. Or actually, RKFK. RKFK. <laughs> um, Batman is says like... Uh, I forget what the Joker says here. He probably says something cool, but I don't remember. But he shoots out the glass behind him, and he's holding... Uh, oh, yeah, 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 He's holding Rachel by the arm, and he's like, let her go. And he's very poor choice of words. And uh, he slides down after her. Run. They're falling from the building. This is fucking insane. I don't know how they don't die. Right, they should die. This scene, so in the building, they jump out. It's filmed in Chicago. But this part where they land on the cab, filmed in London interesting just like there was a part earlier when they were like at the ballet and it looked like they were under the canopy thing for like the hammerstein ballroom in new york which i mean they may well have been there might be something similar to that in uh chicago i don't know ultimately doesn't matter because guess what movies right the magic of movies in different times in different places (coughs) but in the dark knight rises there's an interesting part where there's a chase with batman and the cops and it's one it's unmistakably downtown Los, uh wall street in new york mm. and then it cuts to downtown los angeles and for me who has lived in both cities yeah it's like uh what this is weird. how'd you get there yeah but it's yeah. it's it's really cool um but okay so we just missed a bunch of stuff probably not super important um lao is being transferred to a different prison yeah. is that it yeah and they're gonna try and get uh they're trying to bait him to get the joker to come out of hiding and now there's this plan. In it's all part of a plan. It's all part of, uh, I can't think of uh, anything. But, you know, Bruce Wayne in the Bat Bunker, he's got all these cool little platforms that come out of the floor. Oh, is this where he's telling the thing about the thing? With oh, the thing? right, yeah. And he's like, some men aren't looking for anything logical. They can't be bought, bargained with, reasoned with, or paid off, or bought, or bargained with. <laughs> Some men just want to watch the world burn. And Alfred tells him about this time when he was in the Special Forces in Burma. And uh, they were doing probably some kind of special ops type of deal, probably around the Vietnam War or in the 70s. Sure. And they're, like, getting rid of, like, uh, you know, I don't know, some kind of coup d'etat. And they're in the villages trying to keep the peace, and there's this bandit who would just steal jewels, priceless jewels. And um, they, you know, when they finally caught him, he didn't have any of the jewels. He would just throw them in the river. He would just steal these jewels and throw them in the river. Just to do it, right. And 
And they're like, what? And that's when he says, like, some men just want to watch the world burn. Like, is it just... here or later where he's like, how did you catch him? It's like, we burnt the village burnt down. the forest down. That's right before, uh, it's like right after uh, So it's Harvey. coming, it's yeah. coming. Okay, so I ruined Christmas for everyone. Um, um, the other thing alert. that I'm probably going to ruin, because I can't remember the order of things, is um, maybe it's not even this movie. What would you have me do? And he goes, endure. Endure. That does happen. I don't remember where. In the but it's movie. this movie. This part, uh, they there's a couple of dead people, and there's a newspaper clipping that says, oh, they have these two, like, medical people. They make it look like they killed each other, right? And their names are like something Harvey and something Dent. It's like a Joker. It's a it's a trick. And yeah. Batman's like. I need five minutes with the crime scene before your men contaminate it. Mm. Uh, and Ramirez protests, but Batman is like, I'm going to take this thing out of the wall with this bullet in it. And uh, this is, for me, when the science of the movie strains uh, credibility a little bit. What do you mean? Well, so he takes out this chunk of the drywall with a bullet in it. Right. Oh, and... They find a newspaper with mayor, the mayor's obituary, which obviously hasn't happened yet, so it's a little chilling. So Babbitt does his ballistics test, right? He's got these sonar bullets that he shoots to try and get the shatter pattern of I like that. the... Say it again. Shatter pattern? <laughs> a little ASMR for you. Shatter pattern. Um, so then he, he does his ballistics test so he can reconstitute the bullet so he can map the uh what thumbprint oh the that's fucking weird and figure out so two things when you load a bullet into a magazine you're most likely pushing down on the casing not the tip of the mm, bullet sure i mean you know but i'll give that to you just the tip just the tip just a tip um when you fire the round the particles are superheated so the oils of from your... your thumbprint would likely boil into vapor. So, but, doesn't Oil matter. Boil. It's a movie. Yeah. Batman's the world's greatest detective. Right. He has some reason to do it. So now we got Coleman Reese, the claims adjuster, meeting with Fox. He's like, I want $1 million every year. Or, well, I don't know what he says, but some, like, 30 million or some shit like that. Yeah, know. he's trying to extort them because he, he looks through the Wayne Enterprises R&D division and puts two and two together. And, and Lucius like, just is like, do you really think that uh, Bruce Wayne goes around at night and is a superhero? Are you fucking kidding me? You sound like a crazy person. And you look like one, two. And they're like... And he's like, even if this guy's running around punching people at night, like, your solution is to blackmail this guy? Right. And he's like, good luck. Yeah. And Coleman Reese eats crow hardcore. And Morgan Freeman's like, what a fucking dope. Yeah. Get this guy out of here. Get this nerd out of here, this fucking clown. Uh... So then more ballistics bullshit. <laughs> Uh, they put this bullet together. Batman is like, yeah, uh, you know, Lucius Fox is like, dude, I don't think this is even a realistic thing. And Bruce Wayne's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> he's like, he's, he's like, I know who did it. I got the thumbprint, dude. Um, I don't 
know what they're... Oh, uh, Morgan Freeman's like, yeah, we dealt with that claims adjuster, but there's this like super secret R&D project about like cell phone sonar things. And Bruce Wayne's like, yeah, I'm, I'm like trying to keep this pretty close to the chest here. Mm. And Lucius is like, that's a weird uh, phrase, but mm. okay. Um, and meanwhile, there's like this uh, parade happening for like the police or something like oh, that. Oh, it's Loeb, the commissioner's funeral. Oh, and that there's a funeral procession. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. With like the honor guard. Right. Uh, this bike that. Um, what is that bike? It looks sick. I like his so look it, here. So it's not a Ducati. It's, um, goddamn. I'm gonna screw it up. All the bike fans. It's like either A V or it's got like a I don't know some weird name. I I know of these bikes and I know that they're pretty expensive. They're very high end. I want to say Italian racing bikes. Um, and I've seen a few in person. They're fucking sick. Um. But it's cool that they chose this brand because it's a little more niche well, than like Ducati or something silver. like that. It's like not black. Right. It's not, but look at quad exhaust pipes out the back there. That's insane. Wayne's wearing a great, awesome. He, he looks great. This that is leather like jacket. Civilian Can we garb. look up who the costume designer was for this or what I think brands it was they used? Lindy Hemming. Because damn, that leather jacket's probably like at least two grand but i would buy it oh yeah you got that red trim on there yeah, i mean he know bruce is not an idiot he knows how to dress he knows how to look good he knows the fineries of sarp uh, clearly out is that a cameo by hitler in the <laughs> what <laughs> the guy looks exactly like hitler oh, good. In, in the crowd there meanwhile um, a bunch of these guards or cops or whoever are like strung up against a pole they're giving a speech. The mayor's giving a speech about Commissioner Loeb. It's all tense because everyone's worried about the security here because they're worried the Joker is going to strike. Mm. Um, and Bruce Wayne is like, who did this to you? Even though they can't see him and they're like, oh yeah, this guy tied us up. He said he was going to do something. And Tickle our feet. Bruce Wayne is like, oh shit, I should have been Batman, but it's daytime so he can't be Batman because he would look silly. Mm. If he was walking around in, you know, hockey pad looking armor. The dark night, more like the bright day. Oh! White night. <laughs> um, what the hell is your man doing? He's Job. He's Job. Uh, so then the honor guard is firing. Ah! Oh, God. Bruce Wayne gets shot at because he activates a trap. And then the Joker, who is in... With no makeup on. He just has the scars on his face. I remember seeing that in theaters... And afterwards saying to my, again, girlfriend at the time, did you, with the scene with that, and you saw his face? And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. She, like, didn't realize it was him. Because it's happened so fast. Yeah. There's a lot of cuts that happen. I've heard that before, too. Like, you may not know, but I know my Heath. I know what my Heath looks like. But also, to me, it was like there was enough of a long, like, pause on his face that you can see the scars on his cheeks. Right. Yeah. He, if... Oh, man. And so there's all this chaos. They Gunshots got... going off. Let's hold on. I'm gonna pause for a sec so that we can catch up. Because there's we basically just said a bunch of nothing, and the the audience is freaking out. They're like, right, "What's they happening? What's They're happening? in just as much panic as everyone on the street in the scene is." Right. So we found the people in the room. Bruce goes to look out the um, monocular telescope yeah. sort of thing that's looking out the window, and just as he goes to look, there was a timer attached to the curtain, and it. 
finishes, it dings, the curtain goes up, and everyone thinks, oh, it's a shooter. Right. So they all start shooting at him. Right, as and a distraction. As a distraction that was laid by the Joker so that he can start shooting at or whatever. Misdirection. The, yes. The people that he needs to get because he's what? Trying to get Dent. He's trying to get the mayor. He's trying to get the mayor. So he tries to shoot at the mayor. Gordon intervenes, leaps mayor. between the two. Mayor. <laughs> I don't really want to finish that. Uh, you're right. Um, <laughs> so uh, the uh, Gordon jumps between the bullet and the mayor and seemingly dies. Which I don't know how that works, but it's a it's a co trick. It's a reverse trick against the Joker. It's a reverse, a double reverse. What's that from? I think it's in the Water Boy. Oh, there's something wrong with that boy's medulla oblongata. <laughs> It's the only I've ever seen that movie. I just <laughs> from the trailer. Um, so yeah, but they they apprehend not the Joker, but the Joker's boy, his <laughs> not his son, his uh, his confidant, his accomplice, played by a dude who is in uh, the Ant Man movies. Oh, I've never seen him. They're they're all right. Not as good as the Dark Knight, but he's like a psychopath, a schizophrenic. Yeah, they Melvin White. Like Paranoid, a, schizophrenic. What do you think you're going to get out of him or something like oh, that? Oh, yeah, the type of mind the Joker attacks. Right. What information are you going to get from him? That's later on, though. Sorry. But uh, uh, meanwhile, um, Dent is like in, trying to intimidate him into telling him something. Yeah, Dent is... Him. Harvey is pissed. We got big bad Harv coming out, trying to intimidate this guy who is... He's wearing this name tag that he gestures to and says, Officer Rachel Dawes. So Harv is like, what oh, the... Oh, shit. Rachel's fucked. F-U-C-T fucked. Because now the Joker got a taste for Rachel. Now he knows that Rachel is an object of affection for both Harvey and Batman. Right. And he's going to use this to his advantage. Uh, then Bullock and Montoya are at the Gordon residence, and they're telling Mrs. Gordon that her husband is dead, and Jim Jr., is there saying like what is going on and you know while his mother is getting this horrible news and he's looking at them he's like papa no and he looks out the window past the detectives and he sees batman standing there and batman's like oh god uh then you they, know all the cops all the main detectives and shit put up the bat signal it's kind of like a pour one out for our homie Bullock's drinking. Oh, Budweiser. this is one of my favorite scenes. I've YouTube oh, this, this where they're like, the music's so loud, you can't even hear me talking. And he's like, what makes you think I want to hear you talk? That's oh. what Falcone, right? Yeah. Oh my God. Seeing this part in IMAX was amazing. It's very though confusing because like suddenly it's just fighting's happening and there's all this flashing lights and like not Kanye's song. And um, it's like mid 2000s, like trance. And uh, basically, Batman came in and started shoot, like be- beating the shit out of all the goons, and uh, he grabs Falcone or whatever. And uh, what's Rachel on about in this scene? Oh, she's getting a call from Harvey. Harvey's like, "You're not safe. I found this threat against you." And she's like, "With Gordon dead, like we got all this work. No one seems particularly torn up that Gordon is dead. Yeah, um, they're all just kind of moving on because like the mayor, the other commissioner got killed." And Harvey's like, you're in danger. I need you to get out of Gotham. 
And she's like, okay, I'll call Bruce and go to his penthouse. And he's like, oh, come on, that bozo. And she's like, no, trust me. Bruce's penthouse is the safest place in the city. <laughs> that is what she sounds like. Um, because she's like, Bruce is Batman, and, but she doesn't tell Harvey that. Right. Uh, <laughs> oh, I let that one slip. It's been years. <laughs> Shit. Sorry. Pretend you didn't hear that. And Meanwhile, Harvey, Harvey's doing some back alley brawling, huh? With this fucking nerd. Yeah, I, I don't know his name. Oh, Melvin White. And, um, From this height? Oh, yeah, he's like, you might want to pick a better spot. From this height, fall won't kill me. And Batman goes, I'm counting on it. Which is sick. He drops Maroney off this balcony and Maroney's leg breaks. <laughs> what was I saying? Falcone? It's like, same shit. <laughs> uh, Batman's like, like, oh, fuck. He says, like, who hired these? He's like, he must have friends. Yeah. Because he's like, you hired the Joker, you, you idiots. Where is he? And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> fucking Maroney, Eric Roberts is like, he's like, we all know you got rules and the Joker ain't got no rules. He's like, why don't you take off your little mask? Because people are dying. Right. And uh, let, let a few other people die before you make up your mind. Uh, meanwhile, Harv, Big Bad Harv, is threatening uh, Melvin White, playing Russian roulette. And he's going to shoot him. And Melvin White's like, you wouldn't. And Harvey's like, I wouldn't! I wouldn't! He's like, you're right, I wouldn't. And then, he... Doesn't like Batman swoop in and he's like... You want someone to fucking find you doing this shit? Oh, wait, that's oh, later. Yeah, because right? he, he takes his coin out, and he's like, we'll flip for it. And he's like, heads, you know, you die. Tails, you survive. He flips it, because we think, like, Harv is about to blow this guy's brains out. And this this wacko doesn't care. Wacko's wish. And uh, he survives the coin toss. So then Harvey isn't getting the information he wants, so he's about to toss it again. And that's when it's caught by Batman. And he's like, you leave a man's life up to chance. And Harvey's like, not exactly, which we don't understand yet. Right, right, right. there's a thing about his coin. Um, Something about the face on it, that there might be more than one. Oh, (laughs) as in two? (laughs) Um, Certainly not three. But Batman gives him a pep talk here. He's like, you're the voice of hope. I can never be. You're the biggest ray of hope got them seen in decades. Um, Did we miss the bit where he's like, it's darkest before the dawn? But I promise that the dawn no, is coming. No, the, like the next scene. Oh, great. I fucked it up for everyone. Shit. Um, and, you know, Harvey's like, you gotta be harder. He's like, you can't give in. You can't give in! Because Batman's like, Harvey chill dude leave the violence to me you need to be the face because you can actually take the mob down as a figure of law and order i can't right um, meanwhile rachel's just like hanging out in the penthouse and uh in comes brucey he's brucey and i forget what they're talking about uh probably more of like them shit right like yeah we can't be together blah, blah, blah. Mm. and you know bruce is complaining to alfred being like alfred i'm like in the friend zone and alfred's like well master wayne you're not in the friend zone you, you've got a psychotic 
uh, affectation for dressing like a bat in punching people. And Rachel's got to live her own life. She needs you as a friend, mate, not a boyfriend. Mm. But oh, there's a little kissy kissy happening, right? And you know she still feels something for Bruce. Yeah, she's just not that into you, Master Wayne. <laughs> I hate to break it to you like this. There are plenty of other women for you, which he has obviously found. Right, he's got the prima ballantina, prima ballerina of the Russian ballet. <laughs> what are you, me? What is Ivana got? Balcony. <laughs> All right, so he's he's playing with the batarangs and he's looking at the suit and it's like closing the gates and the doors and shit. Oh, and they're burning all the files. He's like wanting to hang up the cape, right? Right, because uh, ultimately, you know, Commissioner Loeb is dead. All these other people are dead. Gordon. He's got three, at least three fucking furnaces in the wall of his fucking oh, bunker yeah. thing, the bat bunker. The bat bunker. Um. And Alfred's saying... Oh, this is the... People are dying, Alfred. What would you have me do? And he goes, endure. You can be the outcast. Because he's like, like, Batman's not a hero. Like, you need to keep being Batman. Because Batman can do what the cops can't. Mm. Because these criminals... um, Like, you know, are not playing against the rules. And uh, Alfred's like... You know, as they're walking out of the bat bunker, they got rid of all the evidence, and he's like, Alfred's like, uh, you know, oh, I hate to say it, but I told you so. And Bruce is like, are you kidding? Like, I'm going to tell him it was all your idea. Like, you're going down with me, uh, asshole. Yeah, that's a good little bit of banter. I also like how as they're walking out, the lights are shutting off behind them, oh. kind of chasing them into the dark. Um, but now it's like the press conference, and... Um, oh, right, because Har- Bruce is going to reveal his identity. Right. Harvey's there, and he's like, you want to know the truth? Well, we're probably cutting ahead a little bit, but, uh... Oh, that's right, we got these obscure citizens going, like, like, the the, the police can't do anything. And, uh, you know, these random citizens and are like... And someone's like, I'm also angry. Yeah, I'm also angry. No more dead cops! My trash wasn't taken out on Sunday. <laughs> the police give too many tickets. The L train is, t- I mean. <laughs> um, and then he's like, it's always darkest before the dawn, but I promise you the dawn is coming. And then he says, I'm Batman, right? I'm, right. I'm oh. the Batman. No more dead cops. And oh, fuck, what does this guy say? He should turn himself in. Mm. Uh, uh, terrible acting from that guy right there. They zoom in on uh, Bruce Wayne. And uh, he's like, I'm going to say it. I'm going to do it. And oh, right. Because he's where. like, Harvey's like, take the Batman into custody. And Bruce Wayne is about, yeah. And then Harvey's like, I'm the Batman. Like, I'm really Batman. And, and Rachel's like watching this all on TV. And she's like, the fuck? Rachel's really confused. Because this guy's saying he's Batman. Bruce is Batman. She doesn't want any part of Batman. Because, you know, she's not really into that leather S&M stuff. Right. She's got more... Meanwhile, she's chatting up Alfred and what's he just trying to be like? You know, if you can't get with the best, get with the rest. (laughs) You're only supposed to blow the bloody (laughs) doors off. Michael Caine's trying to blame it on Rio here. Uh, That's a 
reference to a Michael Caine movie where him and his best friend and their daughters go on a vacation to Rio and they end up sleeping with each other's daughters. What? And their daughters are like like 18, like just out of high school. It's, I've never seen it, but... What year did this movie like come in the, out? In the 80s. Oh my god. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Uh, so anyway, Michael Caine's giving her that Rio look. <laughs> in any case, and she just handed him a... Uh, Oh, right. A letter a to letter, give to Bruce. A plot point that would carry over to the next film. That would is the reason that Alfred leaves mm. in the third movie. Because, uh, you know, Rachel's like, I wrote this letter for Bruce. You know, it has everything I want to say in it. Can you give it to him? Right. Because I don't think I'd be able to... I, it would just break his heart if I told him in person. Then meanwhile, <clears throat> Harvey is getting, like, walked into this... Um armored truck and he like kisses rachel and why was that guy clapping for him was it ironic clapping or was he genuinely like proud of him for being the batman that's the thing i don't know if these people know that gordon is i think well because those guys wouldn't be having that like memorial at the bat signal if they didn't think gordon was killed we just found out that the i make my own luck is what he says and uh she he hands her the coin and uh, she flips it over. It's got two heads on it. Oh, two heads are better than one. Because uh, um, he's like, will you marry me? If He's like, what if we put it to a coin flip? Heads, you say yes. And she's like, you can't leave that to chance. And he's like, I make my own luck. Gives her the coin. Boom! That's so fucked. Dude, okay. We have to kind of go over that. So... There's like a semi truck parked illegally, and a cop goes, "Hey, you can't park here." And then, uh, from around in the passenger seat, like the Joker just shotguns the cop right in the Boom. face. That's brutal as shit. Yeah, because um, there's this caravan, a police uh, caravan. That's... They're taking, I believe, Lower Wacker in Chicago. I might be completely wrong. I've I've never been to Chicago. I would great love city. To go. I... If you ever go and it's something that I'm free and can join you, I'd love to go back. Let's do it, man. I, I mean, I've been to O'Hare. I've been to the whatever the other airport is, but I've never been in the city itself. Chicago. So basically, there's like this... They're trying to just transport Harvey, but all these fucking dump trucks and other nonsense is like bumping them and running all the cops off the road and it's just like oh my gosh SWAT team's freaking out and they're being a bunch of virtuals. and uh oh there goes a semi just right into the side of them boom into the water and um it's a kind of cool truck a guy's driving like a champ um and it's oh slaughter haha it says laughter is the best medicine but they spray painted a red s in front and the joker meanwhile is shooting i believe it's a glock 17 with an extended clip full auto um yeah. same gun that morpheus uses in the matrix reloaded really um, oh when he the car the oh it's amazing but um <clears throat> And then he, what, shoots like a grappling thing to the side of the... Oh, no. That's an RPG. Okay, good. Uh, thank God he didn't hit those pillars. <laughs> I know, you gotta time that shit perfectly. I guess they're going not super fast, but still. And that's the thing with the Joker. He's, he's It's all about the timing with him. He's Lady Luck. 
so he's really fucking up this this caravan, this convoy. Meanwhile, here comes the tumbler, right? Oh yeah. yeah. I gotta get me one of these. Uh, Says Batman one one of the. Uh... Definitely kills the people in the cab of that truck. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure a collision like that would murder them. Yeah. <laughs> straight up, but uh... you know what? We'll let it slide. Because uh, he's Batman, and you know what? Yeah. So I just, uh, in any case, the chase is going. It's hard to describe these chases because it's kind of just a bunch of like, oh, now the truck's going, and now the they're inside the truck, and now he's gonna shoot the thing again. In in the armored truck, you got this guy. You you know you have this officer driving and this really chatty Kathy next to him. Saying, like, we need air support now! Basically just spouting out, like, if this were a video game, like, all the things that that dude would say while you're playing, like, you know, like, oh, we need air cabs! Right, like, right, we're, like, right. sitting ducks down here! And it's a little bit of misdirection. Uh, great model shot there. Um, so you don't know who the driver is. Uh, Batman's car gets really fucked up, gets launched through... A bunch of this underground shit. A bunch of union guys are on their break and they're eating uh, subs, uh, talking probably talking about the bears. Me- or... Meanwhile, you're hearing all like this shit happening inside the tumbler, and they're like everything is fucking down. He's like, you know what? Give me the bat bike, all right? Which fun fact? The sound design. This is from my understanding of the. Um, bat bike or whatever it's what is it really called is it called the bat bike the bat pod bat pod um is a tesla roadster really apparently the oh. original roadster not the new obviously Look one at that sandwich that guy's got this is like a probably like a pepper a, sausage and pepper so it's a good hoagie he's got there a good uh nice little hero a uh, nice submariner if you will a fucking grinder and see none of us knew that the bat pod was going to come from the tumbler i think i think it was we just were all enamored with the idea of a bat motorcycle and then in the movie when it gets launched out people fucking cheered their minds uh so now we're in the we're in like downtown gotham we've come out from the tunnels they're on surface streets this big uh, rig truck yeah semi Oh, boom, there goes the bat pod. I mean, good thing. He's like like splitting lanes in between traffic like a true cyclist would. Clipping off mirrors like they're fingernails. Sipping on booze at the House of Blues. (laughs) Um, This is the part where they... Okay, yes, 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 yes. Joker says, rack them up, rack them up, and all these grappling hooks and like high-tension wires get shot across buildings. Batman is blowing up a bunch of parked cars. So I mean, this is... <clears throat> I hope there's nobody in those cars. I know. This is what's so <laughs> weird. So the kids are sitting in the back of... Um, in the back of their parents' car and facing the opposite direction, which I know older uh, like station wagons had this. My mom had one. My sister and I loved it. But they're like fake, like they're finger banging, uh, they're fake shooting with their fingers, uh, the cars, and then Batman comes, boom, right through it. 
But meanwhile, yeah, the helicopter crashed into the grappling hooks, which like you were saying earlier, I think the fact that like, how could you know that the helicopter was going to be flying at that exact level? Like it would have been normally flying higher. So like kind of a luck thing there. Um, the other thing is he drives through Batman, like motorcycles through this weird mall type thing, which I don't yeah. know what's happening there. <clears throat> And well, and, you know, you also got to assume the Joker has. Oh God, never mind. Hang on. So the Batman is driving at the Joker in this uh, big rig, playing chicken. He shoots a grappling hook into the front of the grill. He does all these loop de loops around telephone poles with these wires, you know, and he, he anchors it down so the fucking big rig truck flips over somersault style. Damn, they really cannon rolled it. It looks like, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Uh, they really can enroll that fucking truck. That's insane. Like It's a real thing. Talk about a big money stunt. Um, talk about big money hustlers. <laughs> <laughs> or big money rustlers, you know? Like The way he gets up and like stumbles immediately is so Oh, and he, good. he gets up and like he shoots a little bit. Yeah. Oh, the Joker's shooting a submarine. What kind of car? Submarine gun? <laughs> what, what kind of car is that? Is that a Lincoln? Oh, or a Cadillac, yeah. Uh, and he's like, come on, I want you to do it. Come on, hit me. Hit me! Uh, so meanwhile, yeah. Batman has turned around. He did this cool somersaulty thing. And he's like, mm, no, I'm going to fucking pussy out and not actually hit you because I don't kill people, but I should. Even though, killed. you know, at this point, Batman's like, well, I... I really hope I didn't kill all those people in the cars. <laughs> and when I blew up Ra's al Ghul's castle, I've no doubt dozens of people died. And that's kind of on me. But I didn't do it directly, so it's fine. Um, his goons try to take Batman's mask off, and the Joker's like, no, dibs. And then he gets a shotgun cocked against his head, and it's Gordon. Oh, who saw that coming? Literally some people, probably. Gordon, who we thought was dead, is suddenly alive. He kicks Joker to the ground, aims his 12-gauge at him. He's like, we got you, you son of a bitch. Smile, you son... Oh, wait. Smile, you son... Shit. Uh, And then uh, they get Harvey. Harvey's like, LOL, just kidding. I'm not Batman. Um, I owe him my life. Now, excuse me, I'm going to go get laid. And he leaves this, like, impromptu press conference. Detective Montoya is there, and she's like, here, get into this car. Uh, and she closes the car door. This moment is... They linger on her. Right, because this is the beginning of the end of the movie mm. here. This would be, like, the beginning of tape two, if this was a VHS. Right, right. Um, Nothing in his pockets but knives and lint. And a potato peeler. <laughs> Uh, the Joker's in a holding cell. Gordon's like, get away from him. Don't touch him. I don't want anything for his mob lawyer to use. Then uh, Mayor Eyeshadow comes in, looking really good for the middle of the night. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Gordon's looking good, too. He's got this nice disheveled look. Right. His hair's looking great. I The, the button-up shirt that the Joker wears, that just blue, like, oh, hexagonal yeah. thing... I would wear that as just a nice dress shirt. Me too. It's really nice. It's it's a great... I wonder if they tailored it specifically I'm for sure the I'm sure that they did. I mean, like, look at Gordon's hair. Look at the way that hairstyle is. He looks like a... He looks like he's he wants to speak to the manager. <laughs> <laughs> at least in this shot. The way his, his hair is, like, just coiffed perfectly with product. Uh, he gets a promotion, a commissioner. 
The right. mayor gives him a promotion. And even even the Joker is clapping for him, kind of ironically, I guess. He comes home and the wife is like, the fuck? I thought you were dead. And she slaps him in the face. And then she's like, I love you. I'm so glad you're not dead. And she's like, Gordon, she's like, Jim, I don't get it. Like, how did the plan... Like, you could have... I We could have been told that you weren't actually dead because it didn't affect us. Because right. you were, quote-unquote, dead for, like, a day. And Gordon's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, it was Batman's plan. Uh, Gordon introduced... He goes, hey, son, I'm back. I'm alive. And the kid, like, doesn't give a shit. <laughs> He's like, Dad, I was sleeping. I was having a great dream that I was running, kind of like dogs do. <laughs> and you woke me up. And the first thing he says is like, oh, thank God you're alive, Dad. He just goes, did Batman save you? And Gordon's like, actually, I saved, I saved him. him. With my mustache. Um, and, okay, so he gets back to the uh, police station pretty quick. Yeah, he doesn't even say hi to his other kid, his daughter, Barbara, uh, who is... Batman. Is Barbara even in this? No, his wife is also named Barbara. Interesting. Which is weird because his wife is named Barbara, his daughter is named Barbara, and his son is also named James. <laughs> so not too creative on that one, but he is a police commissioner in the most crime-infested country or uh, city in the country. Right. Uh, me, I've been in here. Me. Um, basically, we're in the inter- interrogation room, and uh, <clears throat> Gordon is looking at the Joker, and it's pretty darkly lit i wonder why it's so dark in there why is there only enough light to light the joker's face what is he saying anything good apart from like me i've been in here i think this is where he's like i'm like a dog chasing no no uh that's later um i don't know what he's saying here but gordon basically is like i had enough of this bullshit and uh do you want another beer sure Thank you. This podcast episode of this podcast brought to you, you by, by beer. Beer, specifically Magic Hat number nine. I wish they were a sponsor. Oh, did I leave the uh, It's right on? here. Okay, cool. This is great podcasting, by the way. I think it's great. Uh, we're, we're making good time. Joker uh, is. I, they, they basically don't get anywhere. And the Joker's like, I'm not telling you shit. And Gordon's like, Yeah, well, you don't need to talk to me, jerk off. Why don't you talk to my buddy? The lights turn on. Batman slams Joker's head against the table. He's been there the whole time. And then Joker's like, you never start with the head. It makes them all fuzzy. So the Batman punches his fucking hand. And Joker's like, all right. And Batman's like, why do you want to kill me? And then Joker's like, I don't want to kill you. I need you. I need you. You complete me. Completely. You know, like, you're just a freak. Like Like me. me. Uh, basically Joker's trying to make the pitch to Batman like listen dude like we don't need the cops and the robbers you know uh, this city deserves it oh wait no that's the next scene um, a better class of criminal and I'm going to give it to him I'm going to give it to him and the Joker's just like look man like I'm just trying to bring anarchy and he's like you don't get it because you got these codes and these rules and tonight you're going to break your one rule I don't know if he says that in this scene but on the one hand, you'll have your own life. And on the other hand, you'll have Morpheus's. You're going to have to choose. Um, Batman is considering what the Joker has to say, uh, but he ultimately rejects it 
because, uh, you know, he just doesn't, um, he just doesn't, uh, he doesn't like the guy. He's just not a fan of the Joker. He doesn't like how he dresses and, like, his stupid makeup. Does he talk about, like, how we can go back and forth and, and killing each, until, like, destroying each other until it's just him and the other? I think so. Because, you know, Batman's trying to be intimidating. He's like, don't be like them. You're not one of them. You're not. Um, right. And Batman, oh, that's right. And, well, the Joker's like, you know, because Harvey's missing at this point. No one knows where he is. And Batman's like, where's Harvey? And he's like, well, you know, What's I wanted time? to take Harvey, oh. but I also noticed the way you threw yourself after Rachel, so I got her too. And Batman's like, where is Rachel? Mm. Where's my boo? And the Joker is basically saying here, like, like I, you have limits, my dude. And he's like, you're going to have to choose Harvey or Rachel. And then Batman's like, where the hell are they? To fucking tell me, shithead. And Heath is like, Harvey is at, like, East 50, or 50 East 52nd Street. And Rachel is at this place. Oh, wait, I don't think he tells him this yet. Because <laughs> uh, Batman starts really giving the Joker a savage beat down and he locks the door so Gordon can't get in and he's trying to beat the information out of him and the Joker's like you have nothing to do with all your strength right um and the Joker's <clears throat> laughing his ass off he loves it it's so inf- I remember watching this the first time and it's infuriating because he has nothing to lose right he has nothing to live for right so anything he does he wins. Even if he loses, he wins. And even if Batman kills him, the Joker still wins. Because mm-hmm. he's like, well, you know what? I guess I got you to... You, you just killed me. Now, do we miss the bit of, like, where he says, what's the time? Well, de- depending on the time. Oh, he's either in one yeah. Place yeah, or several. or several. Were you at lunch? This is a terrible story. I probably shouldn't even tell it on mic. I'll not maybe go into detail. Were you at lunch in Fitchburg when uh, Felipe was telling us the story of why... Oh, right. Yes, yes. Oh, my God. Yes. A real-life incident Uh, prompted a comparison to the Dark Knight. Yeah, I don't want to get into into details, but oh, my God. I remember it's, like, horrible and hilarious. Uh, If you support the Patreon, this episode will include that story as a bonus (laughs) for uh, the highest-level subscribers. Um, uh, Anyway, so Bullock is in there. That's not his name, but they're based on the comic book characters. Bullock so why the fuck not? Yeah, yeah. And he pretty much is Bullock. So Bullock is in the interrogation room wearing his Sunday best. I I think he's all dressed up because it's like a Saturday night. He was out with the missus and Gordon gives him a call. And he's like, listen, asshole, I'm commissioner now and I got Joker locked up. Uh, then this... Uh, Meanwhile, it's like there's this fat dude who went into one of the holding cells, and he's like, my insides are blah, blah, blah. He's talking like a fucking crazy person. He's a nut. And the cops are like, dude, what the fuck? And then meanwhile, he faints, so they have to go in there and get him out. They're like, you stay right fucking there. How are they communicating? Okay, so by the way, we saw that Rachel and Harvey are both in these warehouses that have, like, 
gasoline drums. Yeah. Uh, oil drums, maybe. And there's a two-way radio. Okay. So they can communicate, and there's a timer, I think. Okay. And she, like, doesn't know where she is, and she's like, the answer to your question, maybe I'm getting a little bit ahead, but she's like, is yes. Like, I would totally marry you. Because um, she's convinced they're going to die. And yeah. Harvey's like, we're not going to die. We're going to get out of this. Like, Harvey is, oh, my God, he knocks over one of the gasoline barrels, which soaks one half of his face, mm. or one half of his body in this gasoline accelerant stuff. He's soaked. Gordon is riding around in these cars. They're trying to get to where Harvey is because Batman is expressed desire to go for Rachel. Gordon tells his drivers, and I quote, to mount the curb um, to, you know, they're just blowing through traffic lights. The Joker's telling Bullock, uh, he's like, you know, I, I killed, uh, you know, six of your people. When you get to them, you know, they start to start to tell you who they really are. Right. Do you so, want to know which one of ones are the... Oh, our cat. Because he's like, so in a way... I know your friends better than oh, you did. Would you like to know which ones were cowards? And, <clears throat> yeah, he's like, I. the reason why I, like, use a knife or something like that is yeah. what he's saying. But he's like, you're... He's like, I know you're going to enjoy this. Um, oh, so right. I'm going to have to just try and enjoy it a little bit more. And Bullock thinks he's got the drop on the Joker, and he doesn't. Because he's underestimated. Uh, so Batman's racing. And this is all intercut. You know, we got these cops trying in the holding pen area where the Joker was. The Joker comes back out into the main uh, precinct area holding Bullock hostage with the shard of glass. And the Joker's like, give me what I want, and I'll let him go. And they're like, what do you want? And he's like, I just want my phone call, dude. And so the... Um, Harvey is... On the ground, spitting up some fucking shit. He's hearing stuff from Rachel. The timer's counting down for 40 seconds. They're in the precinct. All the guys are shooting at the... Uh, or aiming their guns at the Joker. He takes out his cell phone. Or they threw him a cell phone. There's some kind he... of contusion in the big crazy fat guy who has a cell phone. In his tummy. And sewed. Then... Ha- Ugh. Ugh. Crudely. The Joker's cell phone call triggers the bomb, blows up the fat boy... It probably smells like grilled mutton. Um, uh, sadly. Uh, poor guy. And the Joker is able to make a miraculous escape. Batman runs into this warehouse. Which we assume is Rachel's. Because he does... That was his sin. He damned Harvey. Because Harvey's ultimately more important to Gotham. But Rachel's more important to him. Bum, bum, bum. The answer uh, to your question is... Yes. Oh, and so then she, she would marry him. Busts in, and he's like, "No!" Harvey's like, "No! Why didn't you go for Rachel? Rachel, no!" Because because Batman finds out that the Joker tricked him, told him the opposite. So he actually is rescuing Harvey, and uh, what's her name? Rachel is by her lonesome. She gets blown up. As Gordon's boys arrive, she's cooked, li- quite literally cooked. Yeah. Um, then the other one blows up. Batman and Harvey get out just in time. But, but oh, Harvey's fucking face catches on fire. He gets burned. How to get burned? How to get burned? Accelerant in the exploding warehouse. The Joker approaches 
Lau, who is in a holding cell in the bombed out ruins of Gotham Central. Mm. Uh, Meanwhile, the fire department has shown up and is like putting out the sex explosion. And Gordon's like, oh god, this is all a trick. The Joker wanted to get caught. He wanted us to lock him up in the MCU. Which, at this point in time... This, I've never understood this scene. He's in the back of a cop car that is swerving left and right down some main road. One of his goons, presumably, is driving it? They stole three cruisers, I think. Okay, so the other two cops are not cops. Right. They're okay, just, that has cover. always Ugh. confused me. Beautiful shot. Batman standing in the wreckage of his uh, blown-up lover, Harvey, in the uh, emergency room. The emergency room. Alfred has his... Look at that beautiful breakfast he's got prepared for Bruce. Oh, uh, Bruce, as Batman picks up Harvey, finds Harvey's coin in the wreckage. Half is burnt and half is not, just like Harvey's face. do 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 Awesome, sick utility gloves look at this you got like some flax seeds some oat clusters looks like there's probably some yogurt over there some fucking granola maybe it could also be like a uh, what are those bowls the um acai bowl i don't know what that is i've heard the term a million times oh you should get them they're great uh, acai bowl they have these acai berries blended like a the smoothie. breakfast thing yeah you can have it anytime it's like acai berries yogurt uh granola more berries, honey. It's great. It's it's a great like vegetarian. I thing. heard someone uh, correct someone because they were like, "Yeah, I had like a kai or whatever." They're like, "It's a sai." <laughs> like I was right. like, I don't know, a movie or something like that. Oh, and then Bruce is sitting in his thing. He's like, "I couldn't save both of them," or something like that, right? He's like, "Oh, I let the Joker blow that man, ha- kill Rachel, and blow Harvey half to hell," and. And uh, Michael Caine's like, uh, no, dude. Or Mike, yeah. Alfred's like, no, Master Wayne. You know, you crossed the line and they hired this guy. They didn't know what was going to happen. He's like, so it's not your fault. It's the Joker's fault. Gotham needs you. Um, This is the bit where he's like, with the jewel thief, like, how did you find him? Right, or, yeah, like, what did you do to catch him? Because he escaped in the forest. And, uh, and there, yeah. And Alfred's like, well, to catch him, we button the forest down. Damn. Uh, Bruce also sitting in the penthouse with uh, oh, very so good. blatant, uh, you know, ex- ex- exposure by wearing the Batman suit without his mask. So anyone can friggin' look in there. Any paparazzo. Fucking bozo. Um, Back in the uh, hospital bed. And Harvey's got all this, like, I don't know, really thin covering on him. And his, uh, dude, your arm isn't broken. You can use your hand. He's, like, trying to grab at his coin, which is now half burnt, just like him. He remembers giving it to Rachel. Mm. And then when he looks and sees that it's burned, that's when he realizes that the love of his life is dead. And he silently screams... The rage and the pain and the the shattering of sanity. Um, meanwhile, on the GCN show, Gotham Coleman City. Reese. Oh, uh, what? I just said Gotham City News. Gotham City News. Um, Coleman Reese, yes. C- Coleman Reese is on the Gotham City Tonight or whatever, because they're like, this claims adjuster for Wayne Enterprises knows who Batman is, and he's going to tell us. Mm. 
Dude, look at fucking Gordon's jacket is so badass. Uh, Even looks... that one, it's not a leather jacket, but it's like a trench coat type thing. But it's got like the... What is it called when you got the buttons on the shoulders? That's like there's a term for it. Oh, I don't know, but I like that. <clears throat> it's, a, it's a really great... Uh, it's a great jacket. Yeah. Uh, he's talking to Harvey. Harvey is only What about? Showing... What are they chatting about, roughly? They're talking about... He's like, I'm so sorry. And he's like, no, you're not. You don't know what it's like to have your family taken from you, thrown away. Uh, I forget. He yells at him here. Or he goes like, sorry! Because he's like, what did they say? What did they call me? And that name, that mm. nickname, what was it? And, oh my god. This is some of the best. Obviously, it's CG, yeah? I, yeah, I think so. I think it's like motion capture, CG, makeup also. Like practical makeup with CG on top of it. So it still looks good, you know, 10 plus years later. Uh, and, you know, Dent is like, what do they call me? And Gordon's like, Two-Face. Harvey Two-Face. And he's just like, I'm so, so sorry, Harvey. And Harvey's like, no, you're not. Not yet. Damn. Ugh, just Look at looks... that fucking... We're speechless right now because we're looking at this, like, face that's like half-skeleton face with some muscle tissue on it and then uh macaroni here is uh, uh don macaroni <laughs> is also visiting the hospital to check in on his buddy harvey and gordon is like get the fuck out of here dude and he's like it's not over not yet um these mob guys go to the docks uh the joker has a literal fucking pyramid of money and the chechen is there the Joker he slides down it like a fucking snow hill. Oh my god, like a billion dollars there, literally. Lau is on top of the mound of money. We don't see. What oh, is happening. I didn't realize that Lau was on there. Okay, maybe I did. But he's I didn't tied. Remember. He's tied up on top of the money, and Joker's throwing money at his face. Jesus Christ, it's brutal. And Joker's like, "This is what I'm doing with my half." And he's like, "You know, he's like a little uh, gunpowder, fire, cheap, or whatever." And the the Russian is offended that Joker's burning all of this money because he's like everything burns. And the Ru- the Russian guy's got like a cigar in his mouth, <clears throat> which uh, the Joker is going to then take and throw into this pile of cash that has since been uh, poured gasoline on top of it. Um, well, because the Joker's like, listen, I. You know, I blew up Harvey Dent. I took control. He's like, I'm in charge of the mob now. And he's like, all of you work for me. And then the jo- uh, the Russian is just like, he's like, they won't work for a freak. And, uh, oh, oh this, this is where yeah. he says, wow, I said that way too early. It's all right, because in the trailer, it makes it seem like it could be at any time. Basically, he says the bit, this city needs a better class of criminal, and I'm going to give it to them. Uh, The Russian refuses, the Chechen refuses, and he's like, what if I cut you up into little bits and feed you to your pooches? Then we'll see how loyal a hungry dog really is. Mm. And he's like, it's all about sending a message. And then he makes a phone call. And he calls GCN, right? Yep. And he tells this breakfast, the nerdy guy from the breakfast club, listen, 
I wanted Batman to show, you know, who, uh, like, you know, I wanted Batman to reveal his identity, but then I realized that would be no fun if I found it out. So I don't want Coleman Reese to spoil the fun. So if I'm giving Gotham an hour and to kill Coleman Reese, to assassinate him, and if you don't, I'm blowing up the Gotham City Municipal Hospital or Gotham General Hospital. And then Gordon is like, I need to mobilize all the men, get to Coleman Reese. And he's like, the priority is Gotham General. Because they got to evacuate these hospitals. Because Joker could blow up any number of hospitals in Gotham, not Mm. just Gotham General. Maybe. Oh, this is. Oh, I love this bit. Okay, so uh, I'm going to pause for a sec just so I can get it. Basically. They, both Alfred and Bruce, are watching all this on TV. Yes. They're seeing this go down. And this is Bruce's, like, I have to get into Batman mode. I have to stop everything. But uh, Alfred goes, shall I prepare the bat pod? And uh, Bruce goes, in the middle of the day, Alfred, not very subtle. He's like, the Lamborghini then. Much more subtle. Much more subtle. <laughs> oh, the way he says the Lamborghini then. The Lamborghini then. So fucking good. Uh, isn't it a, it's a Murcielago? That is correct. Which is Spanish for bat. You're goddamn right. I only know that because of IMDb trivia. Boom. It's a gray one. Special edition color. I think they did limited edition with the yellow calipers. Meaning, I believe, that it has carbon ceramic brakes. Wow. What does that do? stops the car faster um it also means that you can really you know hit those brakes hard like if you're on a track and they shouldn't overheat um but okay so angry mob and what are they angry about why are they doing right oh they're trying to kill uh coleman right and this like homeless dude shoots at him and then the cops are like okay we gotta take you out a different way um, and so meanwhile, yeah, Bruce is like chasing them, uh, to try and stop any potential threats, which I think I never paid enough attention to realize that that's why he does the thing that he's about to do in like just a few moments time. Um, oh. I don't think I ever paid enough attention to the fact that they're like, oh, there's a hit out on this guy and everyone's going to try and kill him now. Right, because th- this is a twofold thing. Like, Batman has to make sure... I think he's actually also talking to Gordon while he's driving and saying, like, get all hospitals, I'm going for Reese. Because mm. he's going to save this guy. Because if this guy gets killed, then the Joker will win. And anybody could be like, oh, kill this guy on live TV. And it, it establishes a precedent. And Gordon's got Reese in the care of in the police you know, protection thing. There's a cop, a nervous cop with a shotgun. And Reese is like, what are they going to do to me? And Gordon's like, shut up, douchebag. Batman texts him. Text uh, Commissioner Gordon. Him and Gordon. Watch out. Yeah, watch out. Him and Gordon are, um, oh, man. This cop walks into the hospital and the Joker disguises a nurse, shoots him. Cops will what? With relatives in hospitals? Yeah, there's a lot of intercutting here because the... The pacing is quickening. Right. Um, but in this scene, you know, you you have... Oh, excuse me. Bruce Wayne driving around in a Lamborghini. 
uh, you have Gordon protecting Reese in a like a bunch of cars and the, uh, protecting him from the citizens of Gotham who are trying to assassinate him. And then you have Dent in the hospital room with the Joker talking to him. They're having a conversation. The Joker's got this, uh, he's, he's got like a sexy nurse outfit on. <laughs> and he turns around and he shoots that cop. Right, and he's got this, it, it, looks, it looks, it's funny. It's really funny. And meanwhile, this guy that's in the back of the truck, you might have just been saying this, I kind of spaced out, I apologize. But like, no worries. he has a relative in a hospital. He's nervous and he's like, Oh, I could just kill this guy and it'd be all over. Right, right. Uh, he would save the life of you know his mom. But that's or pretty fucked up that he would just be like, oh well, like, I I don't know. The switch is a little bit far fetched in my head, but it's not happening to me. So he's out of desperation, you know. Yeah. Uh, he's he's also you know oh let me shoot this guy point blank with, with a another cop in the right. car with the him. the lead the head cop of right. the Gotham department here. And meanwhile, oh, the way he's just like, hi. Hi. <laughs> um, basically, Dent is, like, tied down, and he sees that the Joker is now, like, in the room with him, and he's, like, talking to him about, I don't know what, basically, like, saying, you know, that he's sorry that this happened or whatever, but... He's got the bit about like, oh, I'm like a dog chasing cars. Oh, he's like you have all, you know, everyone has these plans and, oh no, shit. So there's the dog chasing cars bit. He's like, I wouldn't know what to do with one if I caught it. Um, and then there's the bit where he's like, if a bunch of, if I tell a bunch of people right. that a bunch of soldiers are gonna get killed in a war, nobody freaks out because it's all part of the plan. But if I tell them that one little whatever one little may- hospital or mayor's gonna die or no what if i'm gonna blow up a hospital everyone loses their mind everyone's like losing their minds so he's like introduce a little anarchy you know break things free that's how you uh maintain order in gotham i guess you want order in gotham <laughs> introduce a little anarchy i think and he gives uh he gives harvey the um a gun, right? A revolver. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's basically like, you know, all the mob guys, you know, they just hired me. I was just doing what I do and the mob people did it. So you don't want to kill me. You want to kill the mob guys. And he's got a Harvey Dent sticker on his uh, nurse outfit. That's pretty cool. So, okay. Uh, so we roll up to a red light. The Lamborghini rolls up behind the SUV that's holding, um, what's his name? Reese. Reese. There's a guy in a Dodge pickup truck with dually uh, wheels in the back there. And he's looking, and he's like, I'm going to take out this truck. Then we're back in the hospital, and uh, uh, the Joker is talking to Harvey, and he's monologuing more, and Harvey's, like, weighing out, like, everything he's saying. He's like, oh, you're kind of a crazy person, but I'm also crazy now that I lost my girl, and my face is all fucked up, so maybe your craziness is not that crazy anymore. And, um, yeah, so banter, banter, banter. It's funny, we were like struggling for some parts to get through it, and now it's like, I don't know the words well enough to um, get through everything that they're saying. Uh, but, hold on, it's gonna cut, oh, here's where he gives him the revolver. Yeah, introduce a little anarchy. Gives him a revolver, 
Two-Face obviously can't feel uh, that horrible nerve damage that he's had. Um, he's he's feeling fine. He's riding high on that, those, that adrenaline. And meanwhile, the Joker has the revolver pointed to his own forehead with it cocked in Harvey's hand. I actually thought they were going to kill the Joker in this scene. Like, I, I at this point... I was completely at the mercy of this movie. Like when they when you saw it in theaters, the first time, yeah. I I just thought like I I was just ready for whatever curveball they were gonna throw, like you know, to kill the Joker off, like in a in a random scene towards the end. Like that's crazy, but I was ready for. I believed it. All like, right, and so the second that the light changes. Um, Interception. Damn. Bruce just speeds up to get in front of, or beside the SUV. Right, because the SUV's trying to T-bone the car with Reese. And Bruce... Well, the, the pickup truck is the, trying to Oh, right, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a really noble thing you just did, protecting the car. He's like, I was, he's like trying to make the light? Who? Why? Who's in it? And he uh, looks over and he's like, you don't watch the news, do you? Or something like that. Oh, right, because Bruce pretends like, oh, I have no idea what just happened. I just happened to be here. While giving a little wink to Coleman Reese, because Coleman Reese sees that Bruce Wayne saved him. <clears throat> and Bruce winks at him. He's like, remember, motherfucker, keep right. your goddamn mouth shut. Right. And uh, meanwhile, this is one of the best things ever where... Uh, the Joker's running away, or walking away, from the hospital, which is blowing up behind him. And then he's like, the fuck? Like, this one building didn't explode. He's like, what the hell? This is crazy. I'm gonna hit the button, like, a million more times. I don't understand. It's all supposed to explode. Okay, there it goes. Alright, I'm gonna get in the back of this, uh, bus. And, uh... Then the whole thing's gonna explode, the whole hospital. And it cuts to a wide... And suddenly, we get... Damn it, Kudo! I love you. <laughs> you read my fucking brain. I, when I saw that, our, our friend Anthony Ferragudo, whose nickname is Gudo... Uh, oh, Jesus, this is a really long story. But <laughs> you know, it's a... probably worth it. At this point, it's worth it. So they, they made a student film shortly before, I think, this came out, where, you know, in the trailer for the... Yeah, the movie wasn't even out yet. Right. We were referencing this movie, because the trailers were just so... Rampant. Like, just incredible, and... They made this meta... Our friends made a student film. It was a very meta movie about about them discussing what they were going to make a movie about. And at the end of the short, they say like, oh, you know, and one of the characters who who is played by and named Gudo is like, oh, I just want a ton of... You know, he plays like the idiot who's like, oh, I want a ton of explosions and just ladies in bikinis walking out of the flames or something and, like that. you know, at the end, they're like, oh, how are we going to end the movie? We can't just end it with a fade to black. Then it cuts to a shot of the trailer when the hospital explodes and uh, one of the other actors, Dave in it, Dave says, damn it, Gudo! And he screams. Um, it's called The Pitch. Look Is up, it look on it up. YouTube? It might be. Yeah, it's it might called still be. The Pitch, a movie in parentheses, Fitchburg State. Um, but anyway. So back at this, what's his, uh, what happened here? He caught, is that, was that Coleman that he was just, uh... No, that's Anthony Michael Hall. Oh, he caught the reporter guy. Um, Elliot Eng, or something Engel. <clears throat> Mike Engel. Uh, Joker's got him captured. 
And okay, so this is like I was saying before. We're talking about like the MacGuffin of the cell phone that's able to like map shit or whatever. And the other thing I don't understand, which I don't know why I'm trying to like reverse engineer this, but is all those like little screen things that they have that like he's using to like look at all the feeds or whatever. Uh huh. Like they don't look like TV screens. They look like just semi-transparent like plastic rectangles that are being held up by wires that are all connected yeah i don't get that i think what happened is he um hang on i'll get to it this is this is where uh harvey as two-face shows up to this bar where one of the corrupt cops is drinking and harvey come is behind the bar and the corrupt cop is like i thought you were dead and Harvey takes a shot and he goes, half. Mm. Like, and, I didn't, I swear. I, I didn't mean to do it. I didn't know. I wish we could get married now, but it's still not legal in this state. Harvey <laughs> flips a coin. Uh, it, it comes out the scarred side. He shoots the guy dead. Batman's telling Morgan Freeman. Because each of those screens, I think, is the resolution of the cell phone screen. Right, I understand that. But, like... How are those powered? They just look like little plastic things. Oh, yeah. That doesn't make any sense. How are they transmitting? <clears throat> How is the signal being transmitted to the... <laughs> doesn't, yeah, it's literally... I mean, it's cool. I'm being way too critical about a movie in which a man dressed like a bat flies around the city and stops crime. So, I mean, what am I fucking... I actually met the man who designed a lot of these things. Uh, Did you ask him how it worked? Um, I he I don't know because he told me that on this movie they were rushing to get a lot of it done. Okay, and he was part of the production design team, like the art team. Mm -hmm. And for this movie, they just basically you know they had the production designer uh, Nathan Crowley, who basically was just like they weren't officially hired, but they were just it, it was so much to do, and they had so much time that this guy like. Reached out to this guy. I think his name's Mike. I forget his name. Honestly, I met mm. him a couple months ago, uh, and he designed a bunch of stuff. Like he designed some of the UI interface. He might have actually worked on this. Mm. Okay. Um, but um, is this the? Was that just the bit basically where um, Professor Loomis goes? Uh, <laughs> he's like, I don't want any part of this. This is creepy. This oh. is like. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then he says, like, well, you have the power to stop it. Right, yeah. Bruce Wayne has engineered this special project. Where By the way, can you vamp while I go? Yeah, yes. Um, I'll explain. Um, so, uh, basically, Batman's whole plan to catch the Joker is he has tapped into every cell phone in Gotham City um, to, uh, I guess project a 3d mapping signal from a cell phone signal doesn't make much sense uh but he's by doing this he has tapped into illegally all of gotham city's citizens phones to make a virtual map of gotham where he can track down the precise gps coordinates of any phone the joker's making an outgoing call from um and that, lucius fox doesn't like that it's like very uh orwellian and he doesn't like it, and he's going to quit. But anyway, we're in the scene right now where Maroney and Two-Face are in the back of a cab. And Maroney's talking to him. The face effects still look fucking fantastic. 
and he's grilling Maroney. Maroney's like, he's like, you know, I didn't kill your wife, the Joker did. And Harv is saying, well, I want who was holding the leash, dude. And then Maroney's like, listen, man, hey, what are you going to do about it? So Harvey says, I'm going to flip this coin. And, you know, it can't hurt your chances. And he flips for Maroney, and the comes up unscarred. So, you know, Maroney gets another day. And he's like, looks like you lived to live another day. And he goes to flip again, and Maroney's like, you said you'd let me go. And he goes, that flip was for you. You're safe, not your driver. Then he shoots the driver in the back of the head. The, the driver flips the car over, which I assume kills Maroney. But because Two-Face put his seatbelt on... He survived. Also, what's with these people getting on the Staten Island Ferry? Oh, they're all trying to evacuate Gotham. No, but like, we're in New York now, I guess? Yeah, I Uh, don't (laughs) understand that. Although, I wonder if there is like a similar type thing in Chicago. Not that it ultimately matters, because it's all just a conglomerate city anyway, but you get my point. Yeah, well, they're also orange, so they look like... ESIF. This is the part of the movie uh, which I think has aged the uh, least well because, and I'm referring, of course, to the ferry boat sequence, which is a nail-bitingly tense scene in when you first see it because you don't know what's going to happen because the Joker is, you know, armed these two ferries with bombs and he gives each boat the opposite's detonator. So he's, you know, there's a, a prison, there's a ferry, you know, ferrying uh, is 100% prisoners. And, you know, he's like, you can blow up this other boat full of innocent people, civilians, to save your life. Or civilians, you can blow up the prisoners. And there's all this back and forth, blah, blah, blah. But once you've seen it and you know what's going to happen, every other time you watch it, like, the tension is just gone. Kind of gone. I've, there's actually a decent amount of movies about which I feel that way. Like, this might be sacrilege, but I feel like after seeing Seven the first time, mm-hmm. you're kind of like, okay. Well, right, you know where it's going. You know, Because like... <laughs> some, some movies predicate on you not knowing the thing. Right. And so once that button is, like, revealed to you, you're like, oh, okay. Like, there are some movies that are similar where, like, you can kind of forget like, oh, I forget how it unfolds. Right. Like I know it's going to end this way, but I forget how it unfolds. You right. know what I mean? But with with other movies, it's kind of like, I know. Like, you're saying this, like, I know how it unfolds. And I it's, like, not going to be as, like you said, nail-bitingly tense. And the, the, the latest, uh, and by latest, I mean Avengers Infinity War, mm. sort of has that because... When the movie first came out and you're watching it, you're like, oh my god, what's going to happen? Who's going who's gonna to live? Who's going to die? Mm. Uh, and, you know, that you have this incredibly shocking ending where your jaw is, like, in the basement. But what I will say about that as well, first of all, I haven't seen the movie, but I know what happened. Spoiler alert! No, that's fine. I know. <laughs> I already knew what happened. But secondly, it's like, no offense, and I guess you could kind of say the same about this, but, like, it's a superhero movie. Right. You know that pretty much everyone or most of the people are going to be back by some miracle in the next oh, movie. Oh, yeah. And that's that, to me, was the big, <laughs> like, walking out of the movie was like, how are these guys going to get out of this one? Yeah. Um, 
But this is only one scene in the right. movie. Right. And the ending of the movie is awesome, like the final assault. But this part, you're just like, oh man, can we just get to that? Because you're so close to the end also. Well, wh- why don't we do this? Let's kind of describe this scenario, how it plays out, and we can literally cut ahead to the oh, next yeah. thing, especially at this point. So basically, like you were saying, the people with the non-criminals on it, they're just like civilians, are like, they had their chance for... Uh, uh, in society to not make their mistakes and to um, whatever, like, do the right thing. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. And if you have to pee, I can vamp. Oh, no, I, I just was uh, delaying. Okay. Um, they're like, yeah, they had their chance, so we might as well just blow them up. And then the criminal side, there's, like, this one big dude... Who's like, um, you can say, I took it from you by force. And, uh, he grabs, like, the remote for the other, uh, for the other boat's bomb. And he, like, throws it out the window or something like that. And he's like, you don't know how to take a life. And, uh, basically, like, forfeiting them from the equation and saying, like, well, if anyone's gonna blow up, it's gonna be us. Um, but I'm certainly not going to kill all these innocent people, like, whatever, it doesn't matter. And meanwhile, we're also seeing that, like, the Joker's doing this weird scheme thing where he's got, like, people tied up in a building, and Batman is, like, arguing with Gordon about, like, how they're going to get this assault to go down. And I was always confused a little bit by it, but, um, yeah, now we're basically just seeing, like, Everyone's putting in votes on, like, the non-criminal on the civilian boat. And, uh, meanwhile, the clock's ticking. They only got, like, 15 minutes left to make their decision. Um, so, Batman's, like, at the edge of the roof. He's like, nah, I'm gonna jump. And I'm gonna fly. And, uh, swoop in, quite literally, to save the day. And, uh, Gordon's like, that bastard always does what he wants. And, uh, meanwhile, yeah, he takes out one of the goons... But it turns out it's not a goon. It's like a dude that's got like a gun tied to his hands or something like that. And um, he's on the wrong floor. He doesn't have the same floor with uh, that the Joker's on. And we're seeing like cell phone vision, which I still don't fully understand how it's supposed to work, of the room with the SWAT team coming up. And he's like, all right, okay, there's people rappelling down. And I'm in the middle of everything. I need to figure out where the Joker is. Jim's on the phone. He's like, oh my god, he's putting his hand to his face or something like that. I'm sorry, guys, I don't really know what's happening much right now, so I'm just kind of describing what I'm seeing. Dude just cocked a uh, sniper rifle. A SWAT guy comes in, and he's, like, undoing some rope. He's putting, it looks like, uh, C4 or something on the uh, wall. And all these people that are, like, supposed to be... Uh, like, Joker bad guys are actually civilians tied up. Oh, there's a bike! You almost ruined Christmas! <clears throat> Why don't we do this? Do you mind if I, like, maybe fast forward a little bit of this oh, stuff? Oh, yeah. Because we're so near Yeah, we'll end. run this up. And the other thing is, let me see. How long is this we podcast? We are at two and a half hours. Two and a half hours, okay. Well, I thought we were at three, so you know what? The, almost the length of the movie. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, all right, let me see if I can fast forward. Oh, you know what else? Sometimes my toilet doesn't flush well. I gotta fix that. But um... uh, so anyway, so Batman's doing this thing. He's attacking these people. Uh, I can't think of any good lines. Uh, you know, he's uh, he's like, I need five minutes, and Gordon's like, No, don't do it. Like, like you know, as Batman is jumping off the roof to go, you know, uh, ignore Gordon saying, don't do it. And Gordon threatens to shoot him. And he's like, we have clear shit. Whoa. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, he goes, we have clear shots. And then he's like, no, you can't. We have to save Dent. And Gordon's like, I have to save Dent. Cause Gordon feels so guilty mm. because one of his, you know, detective Montoya betrayed him. A Negro. Yeah. A what? I said Inigo. Oh, yes. Inigo Montoya. <laughs> Did you think I said something else? I thought you said a Negro. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, excuse me? <laughs> Better cut this out. <laughs> Make oh, this episode boy. part of the Patreon. That almost got... <laughs> it's already got the explicit rating, but that almost got the... Um... Content warning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. This um, guy saying... Um... You can say I took it... From you by force. Right, yeah, I'm going to do what you should have done. Like, you don't uh, know how to take a life. Played by great character actor Tom Tiny Lister, R.I.P. Oh, he passed away? He did. This I think big he, black dude? Yeah, he died uh, between this film's release and the now. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, some solid math. Yeah, right. <laughs> At some point, he died in the last ten years. Oh, man. Guys, we got 19 minutes left in the movie, and I got to tell you, we're doing a bit of fast-forwarding right now because... Okay, so basically, Batman fought a bunch of people, caught the Joker, threw him off the side of the building with, like, a rope tied to his leg, and then is like, he's hanging upside down, just, like, laughing. Does Batman say anything cool to him? He's like... The Joker's like, oh, in a couple hours, I would have had Gotham under my control, and Batman's like, you're gonna be a Batman cell in a couple hours. And, uh, you know, because the things don't explode, um, oh, the Joker says, in here we go. Mm. The boats don't explode, and Batman gets him, and he goes, like, you know, this city just showed you it was willing to do good. And the Joker is just still hanging upside down. He's like, this is what happens when the... The immovable, ob- impossible force meets the immovable object. Oh, and this is where he says the bit about, like, you and I are doomed to, like, do this yes. forever or something like that. This dance or whatever. Chilling, considering the way the scene ends in the way that the Joker is just, like, laughing. And it just cuts off his laughing. Then we're at the rem- <sighs> the, rem- the Rembrandt painting... The remains of where Rachel was blown to bits. Gordon's family is being held hostage. And he's up on one of the upper levels, like up near like the top level. Uh, Harvey has his wife and kids hostage, brandishing a gun. Um, this scene, actually, every time I watch it, it won't happen this time because I'm cold as ice, but... Um, it makes me a little teary. Mm. I'm not ashamed to admit because there's all this stuff about how, like, you know, like, you were the best of us, Harvey. Like, you're not going to kill, you know, because Harvey is like, I'm going to take away what you took away from me. 
Um, he's, you know, he's like, we could have taken down the Joker, but you were too weak. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he starts flipping his coin to see who he's going to shoot, either the wife, the son, or the daughter, or himself. Uh, and he grabs James Jr. and has a gun to his head. And James Jr. is starting to cry. And he's like, tell your boy Jim. Tell him everything's going to be all right. Tell him like you told me. Right. And Gordon's like, no, dude. He's like, don't don't hurt the boy. Kill me. I'm the one you want. Kill me. Right. And Harvey puts the gun to his head and he's like, I am killing you. Oh, just horrifying like saw levels of like the devil's choice Mm -hmm. so all these cops have arrived there's like barking dogs they know what's happening and uh this isn't about what's something it's about what's fair Mm. you think this is about whatever it's about what's fair I really wish he was uh Two-Face was played by Al Pacino this isn't about this about what's fair <laughs> so you just said it <laughs> you either live die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain uh, <laughs> uh batman shows she up. had a great ass <laughs> he had a big back <laughs> um batman, batman showed up looking thoroughly winded because he's been shot beat up um, we kind of, I think I over, uh, summarized because we got some time to kill because there's some interactions Well, you know here. what I can do here? I can fast forward. Fast forward. <laughs> Everyone looks like they're about to cry in the scene. Batman looks like he's, it's just an extremely emotional scene. And he's about to shoot Gordon's boy. Oh, and you know what? You know what? Oh. It's, uh, it's like Watto. Blue, the boy. <laughs> no. Red. Oh man! So then Batman lunges at Dent in the boy over the ledge. Harvey's coin lands on the ground, good side up. Uh, this is like one, two, three, four, like five stories. Uh, Dent is on the ground, dead. Uh, but at the time the movie came out, we thought that he was going to come back in the next movie because no one in the movie says. Oh, Harvey's dead. Uh, but Batman survives the fall. Right. But that's because Batman landed on some like you know he br- his fall got broken and he you Plus know he's got body armor on. Yeah, he's got shit. armor. He he's breaks his leg stuff all the time. And where's he's like send the dogs after me? Like this yeah, is you, what you beat you arrest me, sick me, or uh, shoot me, sick the dogs on me. And. uh... Oh, and they say, like, you know, um, what is going to happen? You know, if people find out that Harvey went on a murderous, you know, rampage, they won't believe in what he stood for and got the, you know, all what we did to take down the mob is will be for nothing. Mm. And Batman's like, well, no, you can blame it on me. I, You can say I killed all those cops. Mm. He's like, I can be, you know, what Harvey can't because I'm not a hero. Which is kind of bullshit, because he is a hero. But, uh, he's like, I'm whatever Gotham needs me to be. And doesn't, what's like, uh, um, Gordon has the last line. 
Oh right? yeah, because uh, uh, Jimmy is like Batman, Batman, because Batman rides off into the sunset <laughs> into and the night set, and he's like, Dad, can you explain to me what is going on here? There's this man dead. I almost died. Batman is running off. The cops are after him, and Gordon's just like, you know, he did what was necessary. He took the fall to make Harvey look better, and he's like, because he does that, because he doesn't need to be a hero. But I thought that, I thought there was like a good line that it ends on. Oh, he's like a he's our watchful protector, a valiant uh, hero, or whatever, a dark knight. But a bomb. Oh. And he's at, you know, we're at Harvey's. I literally just got chills, and we were just saying the lines. We were just saying the lines, and I got chills. It's because it's so perfect. It's perfect ending. He fucking, fireman chops this fucking bat signal. Which he does in one of the most recent comic books published. He takes a bat, and he destroys the bat signal, because he's like, fuck Batman. He takes a Batman. Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, and look at this. Alfred is burning the letter... From Rachel. Remember this for the next movie. Wink, wink. And also, Lucius... Some people deserve to have their faith rewarded. Lucius puts uh, his name into the program and he shuts it all down. Shuts down all that weird cell phony MacGuffin bullshit. And his faith was rewarded because Batman used this abuse of power to catch the Joker and that's it. He could have used it more to track down every criminal ever in Gotham. Um, Jim Gordon Jr. clearly been through an incredibly traumatic experience. He's fine. He shakes it off. Yeah. Because he's a Gordon. Like a boss. Um, well, that brings us to the end of yeah. TDK. 2008. It's uh, 2019 now, so we're just a little bit over. It's, uh, yeah. it's anniversary. Ten and a half years. The movie still looks great. Um... You know, the jury's out on whether, uh, you know, because a lot of people still really like the 1989 Batman. Um, They like Batman Begins. The Dark Knight Rises has really fallen. I really love, uh, I mean, obviously, I mean, this is, I think, the best Batman film. Um Followed by probably Batman 89, because I get the nostalgic... I mean, this is nostalgic now, watching The Dark Knight. It's weird to think that it's as old as it is. Right. Because this was when... I mean, so, like, Batman 89 was very much a kid's... You know, I was less than a year old when it came out, but that was, like, for childhood, Michael Keaton was my Batman. Right. But then by the time I got to college, or when I was in high school and college, and then, like, even post-college... Christian Bale was my Batman. Right. And Ben Affleck is... Will never be anyone's Batman. Right. Unfortunately, because he doesn't do a bad job. I've never seen it. Uh, Batman v Superman is one of the worst movies I've I've ever seen in my life. It's fucking terrible. Uh, But the Batman scenes are... It has like one or two good moments in it. And the Batman parts, I think, are pretty decent. Yeah. And Justice League is just atrocious. Um, someone from our alma mater actually uh, we worked would, on it. Worked on the special effects for those wow. movies. Okay, those movies are known for their uh, horrid special effects. 
But I don't. We don't know this person. He went. We just know that they went to FSU. This was yes. This is the rumor I'm told. Damn, that's and a bummer. The person who told me was like, oh yeah, you know, the person he worked on the special effects for Wonder Woman went to Fitchburg, and I was like, that's literally the worst part of the movie. Was the special effects? They're horrible. No, it's such a bummer about that movie, and I know it's, I guess, I only later found out that it's everyone's critique. I saw it way after the rest of the world did. Me too. But, um, uh, the third act is Oh, terrible. the fight at the airfield? Oh, yeah, it's, it's really But everything bad. else about that movie, I like it. it it's a it's good... It's fun. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a decent movie. It's just for Wonder Woman, like the one of the most popular superheroes they could have made, and the movie's not a disappointment, but it almost is. She just deserved a way better movie ending. Yeah, and yeah, let's you know what? Let's put this on a shelf for a second. Yes, I want to wrap this up. And oh, then sure, we can sure. Mike, talk the rest of right. this up. Um, well, to anyone who is still listening or ever started listening in the first place, you just got over almost three hours, two hours and forty-seven minutes worth of podcast i don't know if it's worth your time i really don't it was worth my time though but it was fun talking with you as it always is john likewise um you know i don't think i did this the last time but if you want to be found on the internet where can the people find you oh well are you on the socials um yeah and I'm... if you don't want to say you can also say you can go fuck yourself no that's okay because my instagram is private so you got to add me so i can approve if you follow me when and my instagram is at Pap, P-A-P-P, John Pap, like Bond James Bond, but Pap John Pap. And it's J-O-H. Yes, John with an H. Uh, that's pretty much the only place you can find me. Uh, you can see some of the works I've done. Uh, the Last OG Season 2 is going to be coming out soon. I worked on that show. Uh, the Good Fight, I worked on that show. That's airing right now. Modern Love for Amazon, that's going to come out soon. I worked on that, so... Check those things out. I did minor little, uh, uh, you know, um, logistical work on that. Nothing creative, but so that's yeah. Good. Well, as usual, it's a uh, big good chatting with you, and I hope if you did listen that you enjoyed it, and if you didn't, tough. <laughs>